All right, friends, family, team, welcome back. It's season eight, episode seven of the Washed Up Podcast. All of us are here, and we're getting back into the swing of things. How the hell you done? We got a Brady's bodily bewilderment from James. <laughs> Pop culture, other questions, and would you rather's. Then we do a little NBA, MLB, NFL, and we just have fun along the way. Oh, and Mitch is back. Take that as you will. Give me Mark Andrews, Mitch. Let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the windy city. So you can come get me. I'm in the windy city. Beat, 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 hit like a Louisville slugger, and I'm pointing this in the field because I've been seeing this coming around the bend. Get the bands by the trend next summer, run the man. Quit playing, got a plan for my comments, huh? This shit is a breeze. Me and my ego, we thick as some thieves. I got tricks up my sleeve. And I'm playing for keeps. I don't answer that no one. Season 8, Episode 7. Number 87 on the Chicago Bears. Mushu Muhammad. After three seasons with the Chicago Bears, 12 touchdowns, 164 receptions, and 2,183 yards for your beloved Chicago Bears. James was really hoping we were going to do a guessing game. Yeah, fuck. You, just <laughs> you really took it juju. from him. You really just swiped that underneath him. He was going to be like, it was Moosh Muhammad and nobody else knew but me. Well, I'm sorry about that, James. Next week. Stole I, the words right out of my mouth. Next week for 88, I won't put the person's name and then we'll see if you guess it based on the stats. Oh, is it an American hockey player? No, no, no. It's, it's always going to be a Bears player. Desmond Clark. I, I don't know who it's going to be. That's <laughs> so let's get a look to eight nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, maybe now I'm definitely not going to do Desmond Clark. Yeah. Or Mike Ditka. Yeah. Or Mike Ditka for eighty nine. Maybe Bring I it. will do Patrick. Wow, King. I relish gonna, in this. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this is what I live for. Oh damn! Roberto Garza was sixty three. I thought he was eighty nine for a second. Hmm. Fred, come on. You're a smart guy. No, no offensive lineman's ever eighty something. It's like 60s, seventies, fifties. That checks out. <laughs> 50s. <laughs> Even with the way they can change their numbers now, no yeah. one would be 89 in a right tackle. It would be pretty badass if, like, a, if a center, like a huge center, was just one zero <laughs> or double zero. I think they should go in order, like zero, and then guards are one and two, and then tackles are four and five, and then branch out from there. Or you could be like a uh, Bill Goldberg in longest yard is numbers X. Yeah, do you know how big the zeros would be in the fucking center? <laughs> no, it'd have to be like super small. They'd have to change the font down just to make it. Look <laughs> that would easier. be awesome too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all these numbers are the same font size. But that guy's just huge. <laughs> but you took the font size down like 10. And like, I love you got that. the guys too, where like their jerseys like riding up their yeah. stomach and you can't really yeah. even see the is, number. Yeah, is that nine a zero now? Or yeah. Is he just really, really fat? <laughs> All right, we're just going to call that guy fatty out there. Good play. These <laughs> numbers circle? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something I would say. Yeah. Pat. What's up, Brady? How you doing? I'm good, dude. Um, another follow up appointment for my fangy. My um, my wound is now closed. I don't care. I don't want to see it at all. Hey, yeah, it's, so not now, bad. it's not bad. So now there's some, uh, there's, it's got a scab on it. Hey, take a look. No, because I can imagine what it used to look like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> it did lo- used to look really bad, but um, I'm back. I was going to um, play last night, but uh, the rain was like, I'm going to give you another chance. Fine. So, yeah, to yeah. take another week <laughs> off. And I was like, already thinking, because I sent out that tweet. That um, Starling Marte played uh, with a broken finger, so I sent it to my softball team. I was like, well, I got no excuse now. 
but then the rain was like, I'm going to give you an excuse. Yeah, let's please now. And I was like, okay, great. So now another week of recovery um, before I contemplate going back. Um, how else am I doing? Fine. You know, uh, still recovering from a bachelor weekend. Um, starting to feel like a person. Yesterday, I was a person. Uh, so it's all just kind of coming back. Sunday, I was I was trying my best not to think like at all. Um, anytime I had a thought, I was like, not today. <laughs> yeah, I hear And that. some of the guys, when it was in Wisconsin, when they drove back, they were like, all right, we're going to this bar. And part of me was like, I could do that. I could go. And I <laughs> had to beat the shit out of that part of my brain. Where you're just kind of like hitting it, like, yeah, stop, I was like, stop. stop it, stop it. Just stay here. Just it, stay on the couch. It was like the devil and the angel on your shoulder, like, sitting there saying, go to the bar, go to the bar. Don't yeah. go to the bar. Do you yeah. guys think, like, drinking and hangovers is maybe, like, a, a circle? Like, you start at, like, whatever, whenever you started. Time's and, a flat circle. <laughs> and Yeah, it is. And you don't really get hung over. You can just do it all the time. And then you reach, like, 20s to probably, like, around your 30, like, early 30s where you just get aggressively more hungover as the years go on. And then you get to, like, late 30s, early 40s, like, dad mode, and then you can just fucking rage. Yeah. Because, like, you see older guys, you party with them, and then they're, they're at the bar the next day when you're going in to pick up chicken wings to fucking cure your hangover. But they're there feeling fine. I think those guys Whoa. are a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah okay, they're, I understand they're... Al- alcoholics. Yeah. I, I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, do you think it's like you start really good because it was never in your system, then your system gets fucked up, mm. but then your system over 10-year span builds up its immunity, and then you get really good at it again? No, I think what it is is that the older you get, the more you're like, oh, it's my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes a lot more so, sense. So, <laughs> like, when I'm out with the softball guys, they're all a little bit older, but they stop at midnight. Yeah. Right? We I'm don't, like, we when, don't. what is everybody doing now? No, we, we all say, like, oh, it's midnight, night's still young. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like those next two hours are what kills you for the next day, and I think that's where the saying, nothing good happens after midnight and then we changed it to nothing good happens after 2 a.m. But it, it is true. Like, nothing, yeah. it's not that nothing good happens after 2 a.m. 2 a, or midnight. It's just that nothing really changes after midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's just you're so fucked up. You're yelling you're over each other. You're just going to be drinking more and more and more, but you're just going to be seeing the same people, having the same conversations. You could just leave. Yeah, I know. I think that's part of why my brain's so fucked up and part of my insanity is I'm waiting for that night where I don't do what I want to do, which is go home at midnight, and shit gets fucking awesome after that. Right, <laughs> dude. It's like the, the yeah. FOMO's like kicking in. You're like, fuck, if I leave now, yeah. I know I'm going to get a bunch of texts like, dude, you missed a great one. It, right. it, is it fun? Do I have some great memories after midnight? Yes, but it's never reached that point that my brain thinks it's going to of madness, fucking Lollapalooza in O'Sullivan's if I leave. <laughs> yeah, dude, Jesus walked in at 12.05. <laughs> yeah, right? He bought the whole bar <laughs> the shots. Himself. He, yeah. he bought a bunch of rounds of water and next thing you know everybody's fucking wasted yeah. again. <laughs> he was high fiving everybody yeah. he's crazy yeah, I'm just gonna you s- could see right through his palm it was really weird <laughs> yeah. he's telling us to read between the lines and then I saw the mushrooms in my back pocket the next day and I was actually at home uh, when that happened but I'm gonna stick to the fucking script and say if if I do leave at 12 that's actually gonna happen so I'm never gonna leave before that but um you know what fat you did that's like Fat, Fat Matthew. Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I started 
loading up on snacks that I know that I'm going to want when I'm drunk and leave them at home. Oh, yeah. And so, like, when, I'm, when I reach that level of drunk where I'm like, oh, fuck, those pizza rolls are sound danky right now. Quick question. Did you used to bring some pizza rolls with you? <laughs> no, I would just get like because that's uh, genius. I might start a new business, like and rip off Napoleon Dynamite and just have pants with pockets that heat up and just carry around pizza rolls at the bar because there's never a time where pizza rolls aren't good, and especially when you're drunk. Well, that's what Here's the Somali guy does. If you whipped <laughs> a small snack size plate of loaded tots out of your pocket, you people would be like, "Are you Jeffrey Dahmer?" Like, okay. Are you, are why do we have to go back to yeah, this guy like, every I told time? You, we're just gonna watch a little movie. <laughs> no, Dude, we're, we're gonna. That's so bad because I've said stuff like that before, sure. but I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer for the fifth <laughs> time. I just yeah. want everyone to come back to my house. Yeah, when Brady says come back to my house, I was like, okay, what are we gonna do? Just come back to my house. <laughs> but no, it, no, it, it's it's it's. Brady, like, like when he's telling people to come back, he's like, what are we going to do? We're going to sit there. We're going to watch Tom Brady highlights. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to like Dude, it. Dude, those are the... Sorry, we're still on the how you doing, but those were the best when everything... Like, you do go back to somebody's house, and the next thing you know, you're just watching NFL's greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. No, you're watching Scott Van Pelt, hi- like, reruns for, yeah. like, the like the sixth time. Oh, it's three in the morning. We saw these highlights <laughs> at 11. Yeah. Somebody pulls up YouTube, and you just watch Devin Hester return highlights for four hours. But it's the best. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> no lies best. detected. Yeah. Or the, the, the Chris Montreux special is Patrick Kane, the show goes on, mixtape. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't like that part. I don't like watching Derrick Rose's thing, but I do every now and then. I don't like watching I'm sad stuff. Home, yeah, like that makes me home. so sad. Hey, Brez. Yep. How you doing? I'm tired and I'm wired <laughs> and I'm ready to go. That's That, that doesn't make like any sense, but I like it for you. A collective maybe hour and a half of sleep last night. Just couldn't sleep. You should have some of my hours. I overslept. <laughs> oh, if we... If, Dude, neurological <laughs> sleep brain transfers. That that now we're on to something. Dude, if yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Yes. Yep. Like it's like tokens, like, oh, I'm gonna give you six sleep tokens this weekend. Well that's like when now your phone we're was dying. Something. I love tokens. Yeah, it was like when your phone was dying <laughs> at the bar and like your buddies is at like ninety eight and you're like, dude, give me forty percent. I don't want to get into how our batteries will actually never die. We sent a human being to the moon. My phone should be able to have battery without charge for at least four to five days. And I'm not even somewhat joking. I understand a spaceship is bigger than a phone. So shut up there. But come on. Everybody knows the rocket to the moon was battery powered. Whatever. Russia (laughs) sent someone to the moon. We can borrow some of their fucking science. Hey, Russia, listen, I know we're about to go into World War Three. Can we borrow some batteries? <laughs> yeah. So hey, speaking of World War Three, yeah. James, how are you doing? Uh, I'm Maybe kind of exhausted it. from Ohio State scoring so many touchdowns this weekend. But other than that, I'm honestly pretty good right now. Nice, dude. Just kind of scripted that answer. I, I had that planned in my I head know, for a I while. I saw it in your eyes. I love it. James on Saturday afternoon was just like, can't wait to see how many touchdowns I score. I got a great how you doing if they do. No, I, I just like, I looked <laughs> he wrote at. wrote it down I, on his palm. I, I, I looked at Mitch. I said, I'm like, do you know how tired I am? Like, it's just they keep scoring and scoring and scoring. It's exhausting. Mitch must have loved that one. And Iowa lost nine to six. Yeah, that's so <laughs> that's tough. Just, Dude, come so on. Tough. But that's Big Ten football. Yeah, that sure. is so Midwestern. 
An yeah. Iowa U of I game on a Saturday night, nine to six. Yeah, that is life right there. Yeah, kick field goals, mid range jump shots, and layups is just the Midwest. I get so. We'll talk about it when we get to the yes. Thursday night game of this week. I get like, oh god, the words that I need are just never there. I get really <laughs> angry, for lack of a better term. I'm upset when you don't score a touchdown. Like I was watching hockey last Welcome. night. And I, if you don't score in the first period, the game should be over. And I'm not kidding. That, I kind of actually like that idea. At least one score in 20 minutes. Like, you have, to, you have to force them to do something. Yeah. But neither here nor there, we'll talk about sports. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, I have... How you done? Uh, I'm doing great. Good. Um, but, I think your wires are rubbing together. Oh, sorry. I need, uh, my, okay. I need my intro music. Oh, shoot, yeah. Brady's bodily bewilderment from James. Now, when James originally sent this over to me, I didn't think much of it, and then I got to really thinking about it, which my brain shocker, I know. What if dinosaurs were still around? I mean, they are. What? (laughs) (laughs) Alligators, crocodiles, any sort of reptile. That's yeah, but we're talking like di- we're talking dinosaur dinosaurs, oh. <laughs> like the <laughs> just for I'm talking about Velocity fucking raptors right now. The world would be a lot fucking scarier if those still exist. Okay, so now James brought up another great point. He asked if they would be like squirrels. I I proceeded to say I don't want to bugaboo this bewilderment, but squirrels and dinosaurs as a physical stature are just completely different. So no, they wouldn't be like squirrels. But I always have this theory that if enough squirrels got together, they would beat the fuck out of us. Yeah. No, it's like you're just walking down the street, you're like, got your headphones, walking your dog. You say, like, oh, look, Velociraptor, boom, flying around. Yeah, and maybe they learned that they get shot when they eat people. Yeah, chances of a bullet doing that uh, damage. Okay, bazooka. <laughs> True. You get bazooka <laughs> just down <laughs> at noon p.m. I keep Fucking. that javelin missile on me. Um, that conversation between you and James probably, if you guys did drugs, would have been a lot more fun while high. Well, I still think it's a great question, maybe because my brain is always high, but like, I'm saying that I think there would be a, a battle royale and then we, the humans would come on on top, but also that's a tough, tricky question because they were here first and I don't want to get into Columbus day the other day. I get it, but (laughs) They were here first, so for us to, like, for cavemen to survive, they wouldn't have the technology that we have now, but I'm saying if they came back, I think we could have a decent relationship based on nature versus nurture and survival of the fittest. Well, who, like, what would your dinosaur be if you got to have one dinosaur? Velociraptor. I want to fly. Oh, wait, do raptors fly? No, it's, or a pterodactyl. pterodactyl, pterodactyl yes. I want a velociraptor. <laughs> and I, I just want to be able to fly. I, I hate traffic. I hate commercials. I hate stupid stoppages. And if you could fly, it takes all that away. Who was the jerk that was like, you know what? Every dinosaur name should have 40 letters in it. <laughs> the same thing we talk about with doctors. It was probably a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> we got dog and cat now, but you got Tyrannosaurus Rex back in the day. Come on. Yeah. Like, We're going to call <clears throat> something a pterodactyl and make it start with a P. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, I digress. <laughs> I 100% agree, and we don't have to talk about it anymore. But 
Do you think humans would survive if dinosaurs were around now with our technology? Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yes. They get butt-bucked. They all live in the end. And there's more and more movies. Dude, spoiler alert. Oh, so there was a Jurassic Park, and then there was another one that was just dinosaurs. No talking, no humans. (laughs) I think there is a movie called Dinosaurs. I love that movie already. Yeah. I think it's like a Disney movie. I think it's where dinosaurs are talking. Okay. Well, or, or Land Before Time, whichever I, one you I pick. Think, <laughs> Land Before uh, Time made me cry. Dude, it's such I, a sad movie. If dinosaurs were around today, we would just be very, very tasty snacks for them. Like, okay. I, I feel like me and, me and a T-Rex, though, would be buddies, like, just <laughs> casually chilling. Like, this T-Rex, like, this kid talks too much for me to eat him, so I'm not going to eat him. <laughs> I think it would take a really long time for us to domesticate dinosaurs, but we did it with fucking wolves. Yeah. Oh. Bears. This this kind human brought me two full steers, Big. two full ass cows. Yeah, but could you imagine walking out to your car and being like, you know how like a bird shits on your windshield? You're like, oh, that sucks. Got to get that cleaned. Like a fifty pound mud pie on your back windshield <laughs> with it cracked. Oh, it definitely would crack. Smelling. Like I just had a brain blast. Shit. How many predators eat things that are like much smaller than them though? You know, most of like lions and gazelles are relatively the same size. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, a lion is way bigger than a gazelle. Have you ever even been to Africa? Have you? No, but I've watched enough David Attenborough to see that one lion can't easily take down a gazelle. It'd be a little different for a fucking T Rex seeing a cow and be like, "Oh yeah, I can just go get that myself. I don't need a human." We should do an episode from Africa, actually. Just sit in the fields, like, monitor some lions. That would be awesome. I want to travel the world so badly, but I love being home. Um, <laughs> speaking of dinosaurs, and, you know, it really leads me into my next topic of pop culture, if you guys don't have any more dinosaur talk. No, I'm, I'm good on the hey, dinies. B- bottom line, just don't lose your dinosaur. Yes. Um, oh, also, they'd be pissed about dino nuggets. <laughs> yeah, oh, they would take that right. as an insult for yeah, sure. Actually, <laughs> terrible question, James. I don't want dinosaurs to come back because if that means dino nuggets have to go, I'm out. Um, oh, last thought on dinosaurs? <laughs> Sorry. It's just a dinosaur. The way we could befriend T-Rexes is like we give them little arm extenders. Thank you for bringing that back up. I would be good friends with the T-Rex as well because I have a humongous head. <laughs> and so do they. <laughs> okay, moving off of dinosaurs, and this actually has nothing to do with it because if I mention his name, the someone will come and castrate me <laughs> in the same sentence as a dinosaur. Harry Styles has like 10 shows here in yeah. like a span of two weeks. He did that with like, didn't he do like 13 straight shows at Madison Square Garden or something? That's nuts to me. He's that popular? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. that already. Yeah, come on. But like, there's, there's a saying how Brady says, this person doesn't miss. Perry Styles doesn't miss. No, he doesn't. And he can do whatever he wants and has done whatever he wants. But it blows my fucking mind. He's going to sell out the United Center for 10 straight days in the same city. Like, that amount of people going to one concert blows my fucking mind. You want to... So, like... A couple of years ago, when Justin Bieber was putting out hits after hits after hits. Still is, kind of, but yeah. Kind of, you know? But, like, Harry Styles. I, like, I saw some utility vehicle driving down my street, and I was like, oh, they're blasting some music. And they rolled down their windows probably to have a cig before they go into whatever house, because he was lighting up a cig. <laughs> and he's just blasting as it was. Yeah. And I was like, this day and age is JB, because I was 
blasting JB. If I was driving around smoking six. That's where Justin Bieber missed. His only miss ever was not joining a boy band before going off. Like, Harry Styles is going to be good for the next 15 years because <laughs> he just started his solo shit. Yeah. Like, if, if Harry Styles, like, just walked on stage, didn't even sing, women would still, like, just go insane. That's how they are with me, but still, that's different. I know, but, and we get to witness that, and that's why we can speak about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, when girls see me, they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what up? <laughs> no, but, you uh, don't say anything. I don't say anything. <laughs> one, uh, one of the people I follow that was at, at um, Harry Styles' concert, whatever, how many days ago, um, posted a story, and it was like, went to go see my favorite boy band of all time, except four of them didn't show up. Awkward. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Really funny. But that really shows you who's pulling the weight at the end of the day. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, Harry Styles. Like, right. All those guys didn't make it. And I'm sure when they broke up, they were all like, oh, yeah, we'll be fine. We don't need him because it was probably contentious at the end. Maybe not. Maybe they all saw that boy bands don't work when you're 30 years old. But – he is just a megastar now, and you don't hear about any of the other four. Uh, except for Niall Horn. Right, you hear saying. about them for sure, but they're not playing 10 Days of the United Center, not even... That kind of scared me for a second. Little Niall Horn for the fellas, huh? It's He's from Ireland, I think. Never heard this, John? Nope. Damn, dude. I've heard this song. Yeah, we should. Yeah, and One Direction can't sing about that, so that's probably, it probably wasn't contentious, and I'm an idiot. Wait, no, it's okay. I don't know where the other three are. They went into a meeting, they're like, we gotta make sex songs soon. And they're like, all right, well, we can't do this as a boy band. They, they all, I think they all like <laughs> beef with each other, and like one of them wants to fight so and so. Like they all just don't oh, Shocker, each other. a boy band breaking up because they didn't like each other. Any band breaking up because they didn't see eye to eye. Look at the Jonas <laughs> Brothers, James. Read a book. I think and they were brothers. God, I think they're damn. back together. They still don't like each other. <laughs> um, no, I just looked up. Do you know who Harry Styles' girlfriend is? Yeah, change the topic. He has a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Olivia Wilde. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's my why. I, God. I mean, isn't she like twice his age? Yeah, she, she divorced was... Jason Sudeikis. He goes to make uh, Ted Lasso, and he fucking gets in her movie. You want to know what the real Britain's like, is what he said to her. Yeah. And she was like, eh, but yeah. like all the girls when they see James. Um, <laughs> it's a bit of a whiffle, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty good. What a bottle. <laughs> what? Oh <my> God. <laughs> I could see this for a pretty long time. Hannah gets really mad at me, though. <laughs> all right, back to America. Uh, <laughs> this is actually, speaking of America, MTV Cribs is coming back, and I'm so excited. It is? Yeah. Is it going to be like, Hedge fund manager for BlackRock Capital. I mean, there's definitely the new celebrities now that they're, that weren't celebrities during MV, MTV Cribs. Well, it's going to oh, be like the, sure. the TikTokers. What is it? That Josh Richards and that shit. I, I mean, like, I don't know if they ever did Drake's house. I don't know if they ever did Kendrick Lamar's oh, house. DJ Taylor Khaled's Swift, probably. Justin Bieber, Harry Styles. Like, there's still famous people outside of TikTok. T DJ Khaled's place is probably sick. Yeah, DJ Khaled yeah. is the greatest but ever. I, I agree with James. Like, if I, if MTV Cribs is just, like, going into Charlie D'Amelio's parents' house, yeah. I'm not going to be ecstatic. There's I no would shop be there. pissed as well. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that they don't. I'm hoping that they just stick with the niche, go with the most famous people in the world that right. still like, show are. Right, like, show me Donald Trump's house right now. Then Obama's, then whatever, <laughs> wherever Joe Biden was living before the White House. Then Harry and Styles. Then just show me, like, yeah. Then show me Mike Trout's. Yeah. <laughs> so I could stop thinking that I'm going to run for president and just go to the MLB instead because obviously Mike Trout's house is better than. Yeah. And, and we want to see A Rod's house too. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I want to see the picture. I want to see the naked picture. That's for sure. Yeah, they would probably be. They would probably just blur it out and then be like, "You can use your imagination." And then Brady's just in the corner going, "Fuck!" (laughs) (laughs) Because I know he has J Lo's half. I know they kept each other's halves. And she has a little room when she gets mad at Ben and goes, "Oh, A Rod." A Rod is the type of dude that would get like a mold or what are those things? A bust. A bust. Like. His crotch and put it by the front door and be like, "What's weird about it?" <laughs> I kind of don't hate the idea. I mean, if you're a rod, like the tip is still gold. You know what that means? <laughs> yes. Fair. Is he circumcised? <laughs> Maybe something we need to figure out. I should have went to this next point while we were on music, but whatever. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two is coming back for me. I'll let you guys go in. I didn't listen to them a ton growing up. I know they're mega, mega. I really like all their music. I wouldn't pay over $50 to go see them. That is stupid. Kind of in the same. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat as you on that. You're also stupid. Yeah, you mental midgets. Oh, I'm not saying. I just literally said they're mega, mega. I like every single one of their songs, but I saw Drake, Big Sean, Chief Keef, and 2 Chains for $12. Very true. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, but I also, like, mm, I, I don't know if I... I would like to see Travis, like, just banging on drums, like, these days. You know, that's pretty dope. Um, Blink-182 coming back is cool. Uh, I'm anxious about it. We'll see how it goes. I definitely wasn't in the camp of biggest Blink guy, but, man, would I rock out to some Blink. Absolutely, I, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be life changing for me. Like when I go see J Cole, it's a it's life changing for me. I'd pay yeah. anything to go see him. So growing up, I just didn't listen to them like everybody else did. I didn't really have the skater phase. I listened to a lot of rap my whole entire life. Yeah, so that's why it's Married just a little bit game. different. I exactly. went through it by proxy just because my older brother it was like all he listened to. So like all of like the, my first favorite songs that like I could remember were all like Blink One Eighty Two songs, Newfound Glory. Oh, like, oh, what are the other bands? I'm totally whiffing. Um, Whatever. Fall Out Boy. Uh, That's a little later. Three, 30 seconds to Mars, Three Doors Down. Now, if Nickelback hopped out. <laughs> I, knew, I knew someone was going to say If uh, today was your last see, day. that is why it's a little embarrassing for me, too. I'd pay a lot to see Nickelback. I would pay a shit ton. I would, <laughs> I would do it just for the story and to see. I, I honestly don't think that people... Don't like Nickelback, like that's Look a take in my head that I don't like yeah, exactly. Um, but legit, don't think the only reason people don't like it is because they heard not to like it. It was literally one of the first memes. It, yeah. It, okay, so that makes total sense because I I've always been so confused about Nickelback. They have five mega mega hits that will last lifetimes. What is it? Photograph. Uh, rock star. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they are. The song but from if Spider-Man. They started playing, Animals. I would be able to sing it. You just started being able to sing it. We just talked about Harry Styles for 25 minutes and no one started singing. You know, we said Nickelback once and we all started singing songs. They have mega mega songs. I think they reached the top like one on the charts. Never for- made it as a wise man. Yeah. I couldn't cut it as a poor man screaming. Died a little like a blind man. I'm sick of sounding on a sense of feeling. Oh, the lyrics are blind, you man. Remind me. With all due respect, we think we can play that. Do you think Chad, <laughs> do you think Chad Kroger's goatee has gained sentience yet? Yeah, but, uh, maybe. 
But I still don't, I get it. Maybe it's the first meme. Maybe it's because they're so fucking white and it's just such white people music. They're Canadian. I'm, I know, but I'm saying like the his voice and what they talk about. And like you see, who do you see at the bar rocking out to Nickelback at 1230? The guy Me who wears <laughs> way too many bracelets in yeah. YouTube. Right. And it's Dollar not, Long it's Island's n- at Chili's Pet or Applebee's. Yeah. It's guy uh, wearing it's, unironic uh, graphic tees. And I just can't find a reason in my head for why people like make fun of them so yeah. much or the the guy with the visor and fanny pack and turtleneck and then the guy banging his head and his hair's all over the place yeah. <laughs> it's me and brady in the corner of us if <laughs> someone fast passes this <laughs> it's the, the one guy just saying he's thinking about his taco bell order when he gets home <laughs> i'm a simple man i really am yeah um all right that's it on pop culture Sweet. I do have a would you rather, but I need some help uh, finalizing it. The reason I brought it up was because it's it's based around sports, so I'll get that out of the way. Um, it's based around certain fans of teams that I just can't, like, I don't get the point of their fandom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So here's the would you rather. Would you rather be right about hiring the wrong guy or actually win with that guy? Win with that guy. I, I'd win with that. Yeah, win with that guy. I've done a lot of winning in my career of fandom, oh. so this is actually a little tougher for me because I'm going through it a little bit with Justin Fields right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like to be right. I really like to be right. I know, and I, like that's where because there's plenty of people. Like we'll take TLR as an example. When Tony was hired, there were some people that were very optimistic. And then there were some people that just didn't like it. And I feel like those people that just didn't like it, myself included at some point, never wanted to see him succeed. Right. And that happens all over the place with quarterbacks, managers, just coaches in general. And it's like something as a fan where you legit have to step back and be like, are you even going to want this guy to succeed? Or are you just going to be so upset the entirety of his tenure? Yeah, that's... That's really tough. It's tougher than Brez and James made it. It's tougher for me, but they answered right away, so I'm like, where am I wrong here? Right. It's due to the fandom, and it's also like the the waiting for the I told you so. Yeah, right. Because well, being right and being able to say I told you so. And it's like, well, you never gave it a chance. Well, yeah, so with Justin Fields, and we'll talk about it, I I would rather have the Bears win. But in, in I'm a first-year fan. So say the Cubs Say they did. They did get David Ross, and I liked it, but my dad didn't. So I think my dad wants to be right about him being the wrong guy more than seeing them win. That's that's just not healthy. You're just playing yourself then as a fan. Like, are you rooting against the team you want to win? I know, but you guys are talking like you're healthy sports fans, and maybe I'm the only one who's not. (laughs) I agree. I I mean, I'm not a healthy fan. I I mean, me and Brez legit wanted TLR in a car after 14 John Walkers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And now Brez is like, but you got to support your guys, dude. Well, it's it's for example, and they were saying, like, who was right? Like, our like with Frank the Tank with the Mets, like how like the whole thing is Frank was right, but do you think he'd rather be wrong and them still playing, or do you think he's right, happy that exactly. he was right? Yeah. Part of the argument due to like some fans and like the people that brought the question up in my head, like what made me bring the question up, it's just like, where, what are we doing all this for? You know, yeah, like do you really want to be right about the coach and win? Like, right. you can't have them both all the time. Obviously, in a perfect world, yeah, we want the coach that we want, and we want to win. That never happens. Yeah. 
Because there was a there was a talk about the White Sox getting the Royals bench manager, and immediately I was like, "Fucking dick suckers, dude!" Yeah, like the Royals, really? and I was like, "We're gonna get the Royals bench manager." Yeah, and I'm sitting there like, not even gonna give him a shot. He's from the Royals. Yeah, and it's just so situational with teams that haven't been successful in so long. You're like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Change the narrative, but say he works out, you're gonna be happy that they're winning. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yes, we'd rather have our teams winning. Right. And I, I, I just let you know that both sides are valid, but ultimately you should want to see your team win. Yes. Yes. Regardless of who your guys are. Yes. I'm speaking for the general public. Right. Naturally. <laughs> but that was <laughs> a good for me. question. It was. That, on, that was a real just like where you go like, fuck, you got to think. Like, exactly. Because you got to think about what you really want. Like. Out of something you have zero control over. Right. <laughs> right. It's so right. great if we did just have control. Over, eh, yeah. We're not going to get into that. That's Read it. my blog. <laughs> um, is that your last? Yeah, that's my, that was my un and own. Okay, real quickly, because I really don't like Halloween, and we can get into that if we want to, but what? Halloween is coming up. What are you guys all thinking about being? Um, I haven't really dressed up. My go-to is always just Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I love I've that. I've done that for a millennia. Um, I feel like I'm not big enough for the Kenny Powers, uh, but the hair certainly fits and the beard and almost everything about my personality. Um, but also, uh, me and Stephanie talked about doing the Lucifer, like uh, Lucifer and the detective for like years. So, like, that's always just in the back of my mind. But I don't know, man. I, I also now work on the weekend, so I don't even know if I'm going to be going to any Halloween parties. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put betting ads, like, when we get closer to Halloween for costumes. Like, what's going to be the top costume? Over under how many Top Gun costumes are we going to see this that's, Halloween? That is a shot right to the heart because I was literally just going to say I'm going to be Maverick again. <laughs> <laughs> I was Maverick oh, last year. That's hilarious. I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'll get like working on my handicapping for costumes. I think we're going to see a lot of Top Gun. But I was I was Maverick last year. Before this new yes, movie, yes, no, so your your excuse from that, but they're like, and I'm saying like, yeah, I never seen Top Gun. I saw the first one, saw the second one, liked him, great. But there's gonna be so many people like, bro, no, I'm gonna get this killer Top Gun costume, and they're all gonna say that. I will say one thing: the reason I'm gonna do it again probably is because it's a onesie. There's no other pieces. 100%. I shave my yeah. mustache and I wear sunglasses. It's the easiest costume I've ever worn in my life. Yes, you have to get naked to take a poop. No. <laughs> So this is where I have to wear shorts under it, which sucks because it doesn't have any pockets. Oh, that does suck. Yeah. But it's also good because I'm just walking around acting like I'm flying a jet instead of looking at my phone because it's in my pocket. <laughs> I'm fucking flying. But yes, going to the bathroom isn't easy if you got to go number two. And then it's like the zipper doesn't kind of ends at your waist. So then you got to like lift up and pee all over the place, you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. At least it's like green enough where it'd be like, oh, look, it's camo. Yeah, no, I got fucking jet, f I got jet fuel on my pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also the other idea is being a shark because that's also a onesie. And I just think that's, I think that's original enough to be funny. Yeah. The worst, the worst costumes are the ones where like the person like, obvi it's obviously like a costume thing and then they just wore their normal thing and then they start saying that they're something. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. like you just have a flannel on and you're like, uh, I'm a lumberjack. Yeah. It's like, what? No, you're not. Yeah. Dude. Like cut your jeans into jorts and put a little chest hair out there. Then maybe I'll think you're a lumberjack. But if you just have a flannel on over your uh, barstool shirt, like I'm not going to think you're a lumberjack. Absolutely. And you work a corporate 
corporate job. Yeah, and you got off at fucking six o'clock and then threw <laughs> something on. But you've had uh, literally a year um, to figure it out. I wore overalls one year as well, and that was awesome too. I think I think I've, I've remember seeing a picture. I man. love onesies, dude. I just yeah. love them. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just all the space that you have, yeah. like especially with how tight the pants on I have right now. And if it's like a little bit chilly, oh my god, I, dude, that's another thing. I don't want to speak about women because I am not one and I don't understand. But Halloween in the Midwest is in October and it's cold, and these women wear. The least amount of clothes. And they don't get I, cold. I know. And then one girl told me one year, she was like, hoes don't get cold. I was like, okay, I will not be starting a family with you. And then I turn around, <laughs> James Coney, nice to meet you. <laughs> this is our hoe expert. Did I say that out loud? Um, no, I think Over, we're just, under, oh like you go to any bar in the city, how many quote-unquote sexy Dahmers are there. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I think you got to lay low on that no, this year. If no, but you do that, you deserve to get Dahmered. I don't Ooh. know about that. Maybe not as Damn. brutal. <laughs> Damn, right when he said but, sexy Dahmer, I was like, pretty good. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's going to happen. But you, you better go make back and watch a movie. Exactly. <laughs> you better make sure that you know someone outside of your circle because you know how people are. They're not going to wear the same costume. Mm -hmm. Someone outside of your circle that you accidentally have their number is also doing the same thing. Yeah. You are the only Dahmer <laughs> yeah. at the party. <clears throat> Shit will get ugly. Yeah, yeah they're gonna be like this fucking weirdo. <laughs> You're like walking around with like tall boys like PBR. Like, yeah, I'm having a couple PBRs. Yeah, like, and if you're a fringe person as well, like. Is are they joking? Or right. you could right. <laughs> well, if you're the only one and you don't know a lot of people there and you have zero shame, you could really lean into it. I don't know if you guys have watched the the series. One episode quit. <laughs> Two episodes <It's>, quit. <laughs> zero. Uh, never even looked at it. My buddies, <laughs> like I had a group chat and they were all watching it and they were just talking about it. So there's one scene in that show where he goes to a beer tent and gets obliterated. <laughs> That's not funny. And just starts <laughs> furiously cranking his hog <laughs> in public. Oh, God. So uh, we got to stop there joking was, about Dahmer. That's, that's a red flag. My, my last thing on Dahmer, I don't know if I said it a couple weeks ago. Did you see the thing how, like, kids who are, like, in their 20s, like, girls are, like, now infatuated with Jeffrey Dahmer because Evan Peters is, like, a good-looking guy in real life, so girls are, like, attracted to him. Some guy, like, quote, tweeted this article and goes, man, maybe Thanos had a point, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> like, for that's fucked up. Dude, yeah. quote-tweeting Thanos might have had a point just never misses. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things. It's like... <laughs> yeah. I have a pretty creative idea. To yeah, talk to be about it um, happy. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not an idea. That's a theory that will never be proven. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm going to be a red flag, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. Just how popular it got like three months ago. Yeah. That would be creative, but I'm not like, I, again, I'm a very simple costume onesie type of guy. Yeah. I mean, you just wear all red. Or just, I, I would make like a mache and just have it be a flag, but I don't like Halloween enough to do that, but I have some creative ideas every now and then. You know, you know what, actually, I, I stand corrected on what costume might overtake uh, what do you, what, Top, Top Gun? Gun? Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Yeah, the Stranger Things is going to be huge, which it should be. The, oh the Hellfire, God. you're going to see all the denim jackets and the Hellfire thing. That's actually not a bad idea for me. I want some denim jackets, to be honest. That's a really I have a denim simple, jacket. Yeah. We should all get some. We should be the outsiders. Yeah, I mean, I'm in. I had one denim jacket. It's too small now. Can I have it? Yeah. I got to find it. 
So is it too small as in length? Yeah. Or it's just like girth just, it, because of girth, I can't. It just doesn't fit your boy. And okay. if I find it or I know where it is, you can try it. All right, I like that, but I don't know if I could do the bangs. I get it. Okay, last last question before we get into sports. Okay, what's your guy's stance on candy corn? I love candy corn. Me Suck too. a butt and a fart, dude. I love. Why candy do you corn. like candy corn? <laughs> it tastes so fucking good. <laughs> no, it no. doesn't. Yes, it's, it's so good. It's sugar. It's sugarized candle wax. It is so How fucking How do good. you know what wax tastes like? <laughs> because because I've, I've eaten it. it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I love candy corn. If you two, if you two eat a little piece of wax, I've got a, I will I've got allow a candy, this. bag of candy corn on the way home. Dude, oh, I have I bite one part of the yellow and I immediately have to shit. <laughs> okay, fair. That shit. Candy corn is so fucking and good. And it goes right through you and it makes you feel like you've just gained 40 pounds on three little candy corns. That's also so true. Good. Not good, dude. It's I, I will literally eat a whole bag it's, of candy corn it's, tonight. It's, okay, it's the that's equivalent crazy. the equivalent of candy corn is that gum that lasts fourteen seconds. <laughs> that is the it's the best gum. It's what? the best flavor. Get the fuck out, okay. dude. Listen, I was on your side. I still am a little bit on your side. I don't love it by any means. I, if it's I don't there, why. I have to eat and it. And you're talking to the pickiest eater of all time, but like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, every time I see candy corn, I'm always just like, oh, I got a snack on candy corn. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about the aesthetic of it. Maybe because like it's called candy corn and just the, the colors just scream fall and Halloween. But every time I see it, I have to have it. And I'm like, why does this get shit on so much? It's kind of like creamy. It doesn't taste waxy to me. I, I don't know. So, I, I could definitely be in the wrong here. Gianna got a, yeah. a whole bowl of candy corn at the same time as getting, like, a box of Halloween candy. I have not even been tempted to touch a single iota of the corn. And that's a fair fucking argument based on candy corn versus regular candy. Yes, you're taking candy, regular candy every time. So that's that's very fair. Like, I probably had at least 50 Kit Kats. Kit Kats are goaded. Kit Kats. They're, I got a. Ba- I got to think of Kit. I got. I got to think of I Kit think, Kats in my I fridge. I think Kit Kats are so underrated. They don't get enough Dude, credit. The Halloween Kit Kats are better than the actual Kit Kats for whatever reason. When they're in little pieces of two that are a little bit shorter than the normal ones, they are objectively better. Well, it's like Reese's when they're in Easter. When they're the egg, they taste because they're, they're a freaking egg. They taste so much fucking better. And I think Reese's are wildly overrated. Well, I wouldn't say. Oh, wild. I would make so many trades with you after trick or treating when we were kids, and that would be that great. doesn't surprise me. You were a kid that definitely had like, all right, I got three hundred grand bars for your four Kit Kats. Boom! I can eat a hundred Kit Kats. I can have one Reese's cup, and I'm done. I follow that. I, I follow can't. that. Thank you. And I love chocolate peanut butter ice cream is my favorite thing ever. But there's enough chocolate. There's more chocolate than the peanut butter, which I think the ratio should be. I think there should be. A little bit more than a hint of peanut butter with your chocolate. Yeah, I agree. If if Reese's were just thinner, yeah, though the thins are real good. Yeah, dude, you throw those bad boys in the freezer. Oh Woo! my god! And now then, you're talking. And then down my face hole. Woo! Yeah, I I think I ate the whole bag of them the one night. It was so bad. And then you when you look at candy too, <laughs> real close. When you look at candy and how how. The consumption and how much of it you can eat, and then you look at the calories like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm not a calorie watcher. But then you look at it, like the one little Reese's cup is 140 calories. And I just had 19. Yeah, you're like, oh, all right, and I'm not even somewhat full, <laughs> other than candy corn. Dude, there was one time 
I had a little pen, and I was at my parents' house. This was right after college. And I had, like, saved a, like, a whole sleeve or, like, one of those, like, things where it's, like, the tray has got, like, 15 of them. Mm-hmm. And I put them in the freezer. Oh. And I was a little bit high. Mm-hmm. We're not drunk, guys. Um, and I proceeded to eat mindlessly all 15 of those. I don't know if I've ever had a worse stomachache in my life. Oh, yeah. But it's like, like... I was off of Reese's for like a good two years after that. It's not... <laughs> was it instantaneous? Oh, it was like 15 minutes. I, I like I looked down and I was like, I ate this whole thing. That happens to me oh, with Skittles. God, I hate myself. That happens to me with Skittles, but there's so many different kinds of Skittles, so I'll stay off the original, then I'll go to the purple, and then I'll go to sour. Dude, the purple ones are kind of the best. Ever. They're so good. Sour after a long time hits so differently. It's I agree. insane. Do you ever? Wait, do they still make those? Mm-hmm. Like right now, I could go for a Warhead. I haven't had sour stuff in a long time, and I'm like, mm-hmm. the only reason Warheads made me mad is that like we we're talking about the gum. It's awesome for about forty seconds, and then you just have hard candy. Right, but I don't mind. It the tastes hard pretty candy. good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like Warheads. So you I guys mean, are into pain stuff, huh? Yeah, dude. Sort of. If you're for be, sure. If we're being, if honest, we're being yeah. completely honest. Because I didn't want to say it. Anything that makes me feel again, <laughs> sign me up. I think that's why sour Skittles are so good because you have to endure the roof of your mouth getting sandstormed <laughs> for 45 minutes while yeah. you just munch. Have you ever tried drinking like soda or anything carbonated after eating sour Skittles? Oh, yeah. Thousands of times. It is <laughs> the worst. Ever. It's But horrible. you're so thirsty. Yeah. And you're like, why does this taste like sandpaper? And then yeah. you're fucking basically on crack for about 46 seconds of the fall asleep on the floor drooling right yeah did you guys ever play softball and have a ball hit your finger and it popped out just to you know like go through it i knew you did that on purpose you scumbag (laughs) all right let's get into it Uh, a little halloween's overrated um since we're doing mitch a little bit do we want to do mlb last we'll do nba then nfl Speaking of or how MLB, do we want to do this? Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. Okay. Or you can we could ask him if he wants if he can wait a little longer. Oh yeah. Regardless, let's talk about cool. the NBA just very quickly. Yeah, we just um, let's friggin' go Bulls shooting guard Andre Drummond. Question mark. Love it, dude. If he like somehow just like he spent the entire summer in the two K lab in like spent. Five hundred dollars worth of VC on a jump shot. That's what I've been hearing, but not obviously. He could be dangerous. Very dangerous. I mean, we need something miraculous to happen without Lonzo Ball, and if he can knock down threes and get ninety-seven rebounds, that could be a miracle. That is that is what if Andre Drummond was the savior we we got? I, I it would be it would be so overdue, but I would I'd stay humble and just be glad about it. Just enjoy. You know, he's it. only like. I know. He still has braces. Still? I think so. I'm almost positive. Dude, he's had braces for like five no years. No way. I think so. I don't he think tra- he's got braces. Up were his teeth? Did he get drafted, what, 2011 or 2012? I don't know. He went to Georgetown? UConn. That's what I said. 
<laughs> They're the same, dude. They basically are. They're yeah, the they same. do have the same uniforms. Well, there's one year. UConn's been a little, sustained their success a little bit longer than Georgetown, but it's always like, oh, you got to go play the Big East matchup against one of the two. And you're like, they don't aren't good anymore. And then all of a sudden, fucking Shabazz Napier's winning the national championship as an eight seed. Yeah, I used to get uh, Craig Monroe and Drummond. I thought they were like the same person. That's why I said <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just like, yep, okay. But I'm not going to mistake him for anybody, but maybe Steph Curry this year. <laughs> Chef Drummond. 29 years old. I actually want to talk about that. Is anything else other than the Bulls, and then we'll get into Victor, but I want to ask you guys something real quick. Yeah. No no more Bulls talk? Go for it. Is it about the punch? Yeah. yeah. I can't believe we didn't talk about it. Yeah. I think that that stuff happens more often than not, and that video just happened to be leaked. It, and it's also like defending champions, and now Draymond Green's becoming a huge figure in the media as well for this I, podcast. Well, not only that. Jordan Poole is mouthing off like he's a superstar. He was good for half a fucking season. And there's an interview with Clay Thompson where he's like, I had to humble Jay Poole a little bit here, and then it all started to make sense after the punch came out. And I totally agree that this happens more often than not. It doesn't matter in this case because people see it. Right, and for now, sure. And now it's over. It's, fact- it, it has to be over for one of them two on the Golden State Warriors. It has yeah. to be. I mean, the haul they could get in return for Jordan Poole is like... No, no, no. It's going to be Draymond. It's going to be Draymond. But, like, at the, the, the really? same time. He's They're both going to be there. I don't know. They're going to the play the year together. That, I like, wouldn't see that to be a surprise Steph either. Steph Curry took Draymond's side in the whole thing after the video came out. Is like, wow, Jordan Poole really must be pissing people off. Right. And so there's another thing, too. I thought it would be Draymond because he's a diminishing asset, but the Warriors have stuck with their guys. Like we talk about sticking with their guys, and they've kept everything under wraps so well. I don't see this being any different. But this is this is polarizing now. This is the first time the Warriors have a polarizing thing going on inside their organization. Yes, Kevin Durant, but they handled that really well too. Yeah, because Kevin Dur- Durant was basically a recluse, right? But they, it doesn't matter. Nobody else has handled Kevin Durant well, not even himself. Yeah. And I'm the biggest Kevin Durant fan in this room. If, if that dude could get out of his own way, my God. No, if other people could just be like, oh, wow, him coming through, everybody out of the way. That's <laughs> kind of what it is. Like, he would probably be the most beloved basketball player in the world right now if he just stayed in OKC. Yeah, but here's the thing. Russell Westbrook played for the Thunder. And that's what I just simply don't get enough credit about. Talk about you want to be right. Me. <laughs> Victor, whatever Banya his name is, is just so unlucky. So let me finish. This guy is 7'5 and can do it all. I didn't believe it at first because I only saw little clips, but I watched the whole entire game and then other shit and just, you know, me grinding film. He's fucking awesome. There's nothing he really can't do, but guess what? There's someone who can guard him, and it's Giannis. Yeah. So like he and Giannis is a once in a billion year type of guy. He came into the league at probably 120 pounds wet, and now he's probably 275 and a lot of it's fucking muscle. Right. I would. So say, he's getting so unlucky. Well, dude, look at what happened to Chet Holmgren. You think LeBron coming downhill on that seven foot five? Right, dude. I agree. Like he's just gonna get trucked. Right. Any big man like Victor's with size. 18. Is just gonna drop a hip into him and send the kid flying. So, are, is there there really is a good chance him and Chet Holmgren could be on the same team? 
Yeah, is but he, the difference between that and Victor, Victor's body looks like he can fit, fill into it. I don't see Chad Olgram being able to gain another pound. Yeah, yeah. they got to get him on some like weight-gaining diet. Victor's 18, correct? Yes, and he maybe, like I said, with the body stature, you could see him filling out. So I don't want to call him a bust just yet, but it's just like, dude, there's another guy in the league who does the same thing. You just shoot a little bit better. That sucks. <laughs> but the thing is, everyone's like, could you imagine if Giannis got a jump shot? But he doesn't need it. Yeah. Victor does. Yeah, I I, I don't see... I This is whatever. I'm not a huge basketball guy like you guys are, but there's no chance that this guy can already be talked about as one of the going to be, like, top picks. I agree. Like, I agree. Like, I mean, I, he will be a top pick. Well, I know, but, like... Alone. But, to say that he's going to make an immediate impact is just outlandish. Yeah. Totally agree. Because Giannis did not. Chet obviously did not. Dre, uh, DeAndre Ayton did not. Like, there are all these bigs that are trying to do other big stuff. Like, Anthony Davis jumped out a little because he was on a shit team. But now he's made of glass. Like, these huge, lanky dudes, KD made of glass, all these lanky 7,000-feet-tall guys just aren't cut out for the game. Yeah, yeah, and Giannis had an eight-year span where he was allowed to do whatever he wanted without getting fucking absolutely crucified because, one, he plays in Milwaukee, and, two, he was a second-round draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's where I totally agree with you. Yep. Like the only guys that can come in and make an impact are the guys that are already, like, filled out their figure. Like There's the two only. people ever, and it's Michael Jordan and LeBron James, to make a true championship aspect impact year one. Michael Jordan and LeBron James. That's it. And I'm not putting this kid in that category yet, unless he just keeps doing this, which I don't think is possible. What is he going to be 7'5 playing shooting guard? Right. Like, so, that's, I, Sure, that could be a positional advantage. Everyone's just going to drive on him, unless his arms are long enough where he can reach that far ahead and block him. Like, and all these string-being-ass motherfuckers are like, oh, well, they're going to comp him to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is another one in a billion. He yeah. can do everything at his size. He doesn't get bullied. And, he can dribble really well. And KD is quick. Right. This guy's moves are like Luka lethargic, but also just not efficient. The only reason they're efficient is because he can step 14 feet. If he puts an elbow into your chest and extends his other arm, that's like 40 feet away from you. Right. Yeah, I know, but there's another guy. Exactly. That can do that now. There yeah. was It was unprecedented yeah. before. Um, speaking of unlucky, our Bulls are, are really unlucky. I mean, the fucking East is so good, dude. It's so Stacked. good. Stacked. I, I put a future in on the uh, Cavs. I hate you. I, I, don't, I don't hate you because I don't hate anybody. I strongly dislike you because that's like me putting a future on the Cardinals. I get it. I do. But, and I realized a lot about myself the day Donovan Mitchell got fucking traded because my defense mechanism is just, oh, he, he fucking sucks. He, stink, he stunk on the jazz. They're going to be so damn good. I think Evan Bowley <laughs> is going to be the breakout star of the NBA this year. Well, no, I think, I think dude, an all-star. Not a chance. You got to start looking at people's names. Evan Mobley, <laughs> not a fucking chance. It's Michael good. Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and Evan Mobley. <laughs> Are you out of your goddamn mind? Name Jesus name Christ, test Christ, doesn't dude. pass. It. Doesn't pass the name test. Tell me somebody's name who didn't have it, didn't pass the name test that was good. Tony Parker. 
He that was passes the name tag. That's a cool Tony. He it's was a Tony. A puzzle piece in one of the most extravagant, well built puzzles ever. Right. Okay. He was that. good. Don't get me wrong, but he was not even you. If you if Larry you, Bird, Larry's a cool name. Bird, Magic Johnson, Malone. The real Moses Malone looks so astronomically different than the picture you get in your head. I think of like some banjo strumming dude in the Appalachian Mountains. I hear you. I don't get how it relates to this conversation. It's the main test. <laughs> yeah, well, then you're now you're talking about looks. Well, it's we not, know what he looks like. He's not I'm a he's saying, not a he's not a person that we don't know what he looks like. I know, but he doesn't pass the name test, and he was a fucking loser. Moses Malone doesn't pass your name test. Carl he, Malone, yeah. And that then it, your name it, what are what like are they gonna name. change Evan Mobley's name to? They changed Carl Malone's name because he produced. So say Evan Mobley produces. What are they gonna change his name to? Jesus. <laughs> well, Jesus Mobley. Evan right, like, Jesus Mobley. Like even Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. That was religious, and he could be religious. But did, then he'd have to change it. To wait, didn't Kareem fun. change his name? That's yes, so true. he did. Lou Alcindor. Yes, he did. And that doesn't pass the name test. <laughs> what? Lou Alcindor. I guess. Okay. I guess it's so unfair since we know the product of what he had. That, that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying with yeah. Moses Malone. Okay, I'll give you some more. Um, Donovan Mitchell doesn't pass the name test. Um, that sounds like a Lamelo Ball, class. kind of, but not really. Miles Bridges does not pass the name <laughs> test. Devin Booker, Devin Booker pass passes test. the name test. Like Henry Chris- Ruggs, <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, he flew past it. He's going about one thirty. <laughs> oh my god. Um, let's see it. who's somebody like uh, early on that just passes the name test. Andres um, Nocioni. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's well, a little too that's much. A, that's a niche category of passing the name test. You could tell me anybody on that roster in 05, and I'd be like, name test passed, name test passed. You kind of have to have a name that Bank nobody else has ever had. So, like, have you ever met anybody with the last name Durant? No. No, yeah. Good point. James Harden. Harden. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are a couple Hardens. Rich Harden. Yeah. No, he's not real. And he plays MLB. <laughs> um, so that totally doesn't count. But he's also not him either. <laughs> he doesn't pass the, the eye test. Yeah. The fat test, even though he got really skinny, which Shaquille is fucking O'Neal hilarious. Was destined for greatness on the name alone. Who? For sure. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Shaq. Right. Name test. Yeah. Also, <laughs> fucking everything test. Yeah, it's also very true. So, uh, Evan Mobley, not good, basically. I, I think he'll just be a solid 7 out of 10 his entire career. Maybe get up to an, maybe get up to an eight and a half occasionally. So differently. I know you're so high on him. And I, I at the end of last year, I was like, okay, Dude, Prez you, is right. Can you imagine being an athlete? And your name's Evan. <laughs> That would suck. Come on, dude. Evan McPherson, tough year, too. Not an athlete, dude. Just a kicker. I know. I, All right. I, I, I am Google searching athletes named Evan. I yeah, can only look think at this. Two. You can flip it around. Chris Evans, name test passed. With there's an S at the end, that's fine with me. Mike but Evans. It, name test, James. Come on. You do have to have an S at the end of your name. Yeah. Not you don't Especially have to. If it's but a it's, first name, you got to have an S at the end of it. If it's now your last name, absolutely. I, I Follow really an L. Yeah. I can't think of any other Evans other than because Evan. they don't pass the name test, James. And that that's golly. That's one thing GMs do look at. Yeah. Who who are the top three picks this year? Uh, in the NBA. Yeah. Who was one? 
Paulo Benchero. Paulo, then the fucking. Oh my god, I'm yeah, exactly. Chat, chat, no, chat. Oh yeah, Chet's already hurt. What an Evan idiot. <laughs> he was sick. Yeah, and then they put him on the cover of 2K, and then he's. He's still playing, and nobody even knows. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know he was still. Playing. The only reason he was no, passing the the only reason he passed the name test was because of Eva and Longoria. Yes. Yeah, Longoria is great. Mobley. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're an idiot, Brez. No, it passes <laughs> the name test for a couple things. I just don't know about basketball. Evan Fournier. <laughs> I can't stand him. All right, I know, but you just hit a piece of my brain when I hear his name. I get angry. All right, um, let's get let's do a little Bears talk. Yeah, we ready for it? Yeah. Yes. Um, any any potty breaks, fellas? Brady? I mean, I could. Evan Turner <laughs> also nice. Uh, Evan fuck, Turner didn't a, pass. He was a Buckeye. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't. That's why I said it to begin with. Yeah, Evan he was Turner, on the fucking side of the street, guy. filling up his Lambo with non-premium gas. <laughs> Even though I love Evan Turner, take Joe's product. Um, all right. So um, last week we will talk about um, the games, but we're going to get Mitch on to talk Bears for a little bit. Um, he's been preparing all day. He. Toss the middle finger up to his real job to focus on this. Um, so now we're going to give him a call, see how he's doing. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, buddy. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Hey, friends. How you doing? Uh, we done good. Uh, how are you doing? Um. Dog, glad just sitting on my throne, aka the toilet. Oh wow! Um, we right. we catching at a good time. No, no I'm I'm just sitting in here because my roommate says I, I yell a lot. There's <laughs> like, in my room, in my bathroom, so he doesn't hear me with headphones on. Okay, so uh, you've been banished to the bathroom. Brady just got back from the bathroom, so Hi, what a Mitch. world. <laughs> hey, friend. How about, how about the uh, Tar Heels? They're probably going to win it all this year, right? I don't think there's really a doubt in that one. <laughs> no lies detected. I'm putting my whole heart into the Tar Heels, so my whole heart doesn't have to go to the Bulls without Lonzo. <laughs> That's probably for the best. All right, Mitch. Well, let's get into it. Last week's game against the Vikings, you sent us a snap that you had talked yourself into a victory. Um, talk us through your kind of mindset throughout the first half, second half, and where you ultimately ended. Well, first half was, I mean, I mean, good God. I mean, Kirk Cousins looked, looked like the MVP. I mean, that was, it was truly insane what we were doing. And we had not Jalen Johnson, Jalen Jones. I wrote this down because I wanted to make sure I said this. Rookie from Mississippi looked like Ryan Gosling from Remember the Texas. I mean, he couldn't stop. I mean, he couldn't stop a I think James could have gone out there and just warped this shit. <laughs> Would have been out there he, dominating. He like, absolutely. He had like 11 or 14 tackles, and all of them were taken like eight yards downfield minimum. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. Uh, Cliff and Robert Quinn had the same staff on Sunday, too, if you guys didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Fill me in. And Cliff, Cliff is – Playing hurt, playing injured out there with a with a broken finger. Yep. Robert Quinn is healthy as can be. 
And uh, I'd argue to say that Cliff probably put more pressure on Kirk Cousins than Robert Quinn did. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> That one went right over Brady's head from the jump. That's good to know. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm just dumb. So first oh, yeah. half, first half, we make Kirk Cousins look like he might have been the best player to ever throw football. He starts off 17 for 17, and then suddenly he makes an incompletion. He broke Done. a Vikings record. He broke a record. If that happens <laughs> on, against on, your football team, you quit. And it's hey, Kirk and it's hey, Kirk Cousins. It's it's noon slate Kirk Cousins. That's true. Noon slate. I At don't home, give a fuck a, what a state, what time zone, or what weather it is. If Kirk Cousins breaks a record against you, let alone it be the first half, you quit. The only record he needs to be breaking is, like, most incompletions, most interceptions. Like, those are good. You let him put up a, a meaningful statistic. Yes. Like he's he's in there for a good reason. Like, it's not like uh, it's not like Rex Grossman going to the Super Bowl and having, like, the worst completion percentage or beating the Cardinals for throwing, like, throwing four interceptions and having two completions. It's not like one of those records. This is a good record. A really good one. Uh, 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 Against a divisional rival, yeah, that usually plays god awful against them. I mean, Robert Quinn had, was like six on the team in tackles. We would see he wants a twenty million dollar contract, and you put up eight tackles against the goddamn Vikings. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty inexcusable. There's just absolutely zero pressure. I could have went 17 for 17, and usually I say that as a joke. I'm not, because the Bears <laughs> also forgot that number 18 is him. And he's just wide Dude. open. He didn't make one contested catch. He had 11 catches in the first half for 140 yards. How fucking How fast? How scheme him open? Like, there should be four guys Right, and him. you got a 45-year-old exactly. Adam Thielen as the other guy. Let him beat you. <laughs> I will. I will that. take the division two white receiver beating me all day long and twice on Sunday. Fine. <laughs> we didn't expect that to happen. I I know that personally as a former non D one white receiver. It's a great feeling. <laughs> but you let you let the guy who everyone is already saying is the best receiver in the NFL. You just decided to sit there and be like, we're going to play cover four. We're going to back up. We're not like you play. Someone is playing cover zero, and you're playing. You know, cover three behind that, or you're playing deep cover four, or you're playing cover six, you, but you're having someone on him at all times. I don't care if you double team him and you leave Irvin Smith, their tight end, wide open. Kirk's going to miss that throw eventually. He's not going to miss the throw to fucking JJ. That's just not going to happen. It's and practice. If, if he's tossing to a guy named Irv, the chances of him getting double digit yards is insane. There's no shot. <laughs> name <laughs> test? No. no. Yeah, Mitch, we were, just, we were just talking about people who don't pass the name test. Irv, you could be like, oh, it's new and unique. That guy doesn't pass a name test. Smith? Kirk, Kirk did it for a while until Sunday at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Kirk Cousins is your family accountant. <laughs> Cole's cash, baby. Kirk Cousins he, leads he the league in narking on his teammates smoking weed. <laughs> you don't want to play for that guy. <laughs> no. But I mean, I mean, good God! That first half was just—it was—it was. I was sitting at over under downtown, uh, watched a couple friends doing the marathon. Shout out to everyone who ran the marathon. 
if you don't know if your friends ran the marathon or not, just look at their Instagram. You'll figure out. Um, <laughs> Brady ran it twice on Sunday. <laughs> My Instagram was down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was like, I was like, this game is going to be tough. This is going to be a long game. And at a halftime, I I did a little did a little look into that. I did a little research because yep. I was also putting down some beers. Blues said at halftime, he goes, well, "I'm going to take over the headset." They made adjustments at halftime. You'll love to see. Uh, Valdor, who was a who was god awful last year, number twenty two, played pretty well. Our uh, Tyler Gordon Jr. played pretty well in the second half. That was good to see. And uh, I mean, our boy went twelve for thirteen. I mean, <laughs> sweet baby boy, Dude, sweet it's... baby boy. I mean, Pettis, Pettis needs to get fired off into the fucking sun. That guy can't catch a football. Yeah, he's got dicks for fingers. <laughs> um... Yeah. But, and the dick is the dick is a little white dick. It's not big black JJ dick. It's small white dick. <laughs> and they are very flaccid. <laughs> but do you think Kyler Gordon can be like a reliable starter like moving forward? I think I think he could be a like he's I mean, he's not an outside guy for us. He's gotta be a nickel. I think he'd be a legit nickel, and I think the way that offenses line up now, like I think it could work. Like I think you really need a good nickel because they'll put Jetta, like they'll put Jetta in the slot yeah. and put someone on the outside. Like they'll do that because most teams usually don't have the best nickel. Your best guy is the outside. So like having a legit nickel, I think it's huge. The dude needs to learn how to come down and make a fucking tackle um, and not get like inverted like he was two weeks ago. Um, but I think, I think he could be, but the, and the other problem is anytime Jalen Johnson is in the game, you just have to know like, Hey, they're going to go to the complete other side of the field. Like, like Eddie Jackson, we need to play cover six the whole way. Just have, just let Jalen Johnson cover a third, but Richard, uh, out there have EJ back there. And then make sure, like, the other side of the field, we have majority of our defense because those are the guys that can't do dick. <laughs> we need, like, we need, we need half of our defense in, like, on half the field and just let Jalen Johnson do his own. Like, no one threw at Richard Sherman. Like, it's Richard Sherman style. Yeah. No one threw it. No one's been throwing at him. No one wants to throw at him. So don't worry about making sure that we have people on his side of the field. Just cover the rest of the side. Yeah, toss one guy to help him occasionally. Well, wouldn't you just get crushed with floods, though? Kirk Cousins isn't going to crush you doing anything. Yeah, no, I just, exactly. I mean, just like well, but you have like you have you have him go deep. You have the you have a corner. You have the outside linebacker cover the flat, and then you're covered there. Someone in the middle, someone on the other side, but then you have like the roll down cover two, legit cover two with the the linebacker on the other side. So when they have like the quick out, the tenured out, they have the deep side, they try and find the hole, it's harder to find. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, there. Like, like you, Mitch after mm. a couple beers, huh? Yeah, and you break it down <laughs> so much more articulately than I ever could. I ba- So without Jalen Johnson, we keep this game to seven points. If I don't watch it, it looks like a win. And I'm thinking about it as a win on the last drive. But to get your fucking cookies taken from you and he didn't even have to get a ladder to go to the top shelf and get them 
on the last play of the game and just get the ball fucking taken from you, that's why we're breaking the game down. If that doesn't happen, we're just like, you know what? Justin Fields looked better. The defense showed up in the second half. We only lost by seven, and we were right there. But that one play changes my mindset on the whole entire game. Might as well just taken his ball sack, too. Exactly. Like you, and it was that motherfucker who flopped on the guy. block in the back. He was a fucking yep. secret. That guy had our number. Smith-Marset yep. got cut by the Vikings. Collusion. Hand, hand up. Hand, I'll be. I'll be a hand up guy here too. He's he's a former Hawkeye, so that's on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that. That's a, that's a, that's on me. And we a lot of us are signing Iowa Hawkeye. If you look at Iowa Hawkeye offense, you know do not sign anyone unless they're on the O line or tight end. <laughs> yes, yeah, unless you're a receiver. <laughs> exactly. That's but actually so, big yeah, of you. He had the ship. I mean, it was a terrible call with the block in the back, but whatever. I mean, you're close there. You got to know. You got to know they're gonna get a flop. They're gonna look around it. Like, you know that's going to happen. So then you let this – you make a great move. You put – you break that dude's ankles, and he gets up and says, let me remind you who daddy is. Yeah. It's like the first time <laughs> – it's like the first time you scored on your father when you were playing pickup one-on-one, and then you, like, started chirping at him, and then you hit a ridiculous, like, fade away, and you're like, oh, what's up, dad? And then he reminded you why, why he's 45 and you're 13. Like, that's exactly what happened on that play. Yeah, he just, just kind of elbows you in the shoulder, and you go flying into the garage door, and the next thing you know, you're inside. Exactly. Yeah, like and he's then letting he's, you drive. He's, to and, get... he's ex- what? and he's explaining to his wife, your mother, that you're the, that it's your fault that there's now a dent in the garage door. <laughs> as, if he as if he didn't just press you into it like an office tackle. It's a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, so... It is, it's a learning so this week, tomorrow, while you're listening to this, you will be listening, trying to hype yourself up that we can beat a shit team. Um, this game screams mediocrity. So tell me how it's going to be won and tell me how it's going to be lost. So Jalen Johnson's back. That's huge. Um, not that they really have anyone. Clearly, they still got Scary Terry. Ugh. He's um, buns, but, dude, he sucks. Carson a, Wentz sucks. It's a pick him right well, now. Carson Wentz is like, well, Carson Wentz is like top. I know it doesn't matter, but he's like, what, top five in passing yards this year? I mean, like, they have an idea of what they're doing. They got, this Jahan is, this is a little plug for, they have a, this is a plug for James. They got, they got Buckeyes on offense and defense. Scary. Um, <laughs> no Chase Young, no. No. Oh, is he out? Three weeks. Yeah, he, I don't think he's oh, playing yet. Fuck. Game's a, game's a lock. And they wasted their good jersey last week. The, good, the jersey last week was sweet. Their blackout jersey is awesome. Yeah, that jersey they was so dope. Week. You can't lose in that jersey. You can't. And that's why um, I, I had a money line, and they wanted to scumbag diddly dick me, you know? Yeah, yeah I had a money line, too. I think uh, I think our offensive line is getting better. I think there's a little bit of uh, – there's some juice last week that we have – some loose juice that we haven't seen in a couple weeks. So that's good. Um, I – for the fifth or sixth week in a row now, I'm going to say we need to find out a way to get Darnell Mooney more involved in the offense, but I just know it's not going to happen. So I think we've run the ball actually pretty well. Um, I think we have one of the best, under, I guess, underrated best two-headed, that doesn't make any sense, but <clears throat> two-headed monsters with Montgomery and Khalil, yeah. um, which I love. Be really cool if Cole Komet learned how to catch a football this week. That would actually be huge for our offense. That'd be that tight. Dude loves, that dude loves to slap the ball down. Like, it's hard as he possibly can. So, like, no, I don't want it. 
Yeah, how do you? My, you know, like, that they thought when like, COVID was going on. It's like, no, I don't want it. Um, yeah, how do you know somebody ran the Chicago Marathon or went to Notre Dame? Don't worry, wait enough, and they'll tell you. They'll tell you for sure. You'll, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll know. Yeah, you'll just. Um, Colcomet is a heartbreaker it, for me. But, you know, yeah, I was so I was I was big in on Colcomet too. Like he's a hometown kid, grew up as a Bears fan. You love the dual college athlete. You do. The problem is everyone was like, no, this Notre Dame tight end is going to be totally different than every other <laughs> Notre Dame tight end. <laughs> And, and you know what? We played ourselves, gentlemen. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We really bought I mean, ourselves into it. Just bring back Jimmy Graham good. at this point. Dude, I'll take Greg Olson at this point, even though I know he refuses to ever play for an organization again. I think 42-year-old Greg Olson has been out of the league for eight years and is commentating great, by the way. Uh, I think he'd be better than any tight end we have right now. Cole Komet just doesn't look like he gets it. He just doesn't look like he gets. He does it. look confused at all times. Like, wait, what? He's, he's. I think he's autistic. Oh, he is a mouth breather. Like. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's the first autistic player in the NFL. This is why we sure bring Mitch in to light the fire. Like the, <laughs> stir the pot, light the fire. Um, um, but I will say, and I'll be all. The game we saw last week, though for the Bears this season, as hard as this is going to be for me to say and as heartbreaking as it is, like, that's what you want to see. Like, you want to see us maybe struggle a little bit, us make adjustments, us figure us out, our offensive competence, and field look like he's progressing, but ultimately lose the game. Because, like, if we get the, – the Bears' go-to bust year is going – middle tier and getting a 17th pick that's like the worst pick in the NFL. Like <laughs> give me a top five, top ten pick. Yeah. Let's let's like the DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson thing, would it be cool? Yeah. But a team that's also trying to bust and get picks, you don't trade with that team. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You don't trade with your competition five years down the road. Exactly. You could go like I'd be really cool if you go out and sign like, I don't know, OBJ dude it was pretty Right, sweet. I heard he wants a super ridiculous contract, though. But uh, I'm, still, um, I'm still praying on the Giants' downfall. There's no way they get more than eight wins. No, but I will. I will root from? for them. We have their first round pick all day long and twice on Sunday. Yeah, all day long and twice on Sunday. I'll root for them to beat fucking Green Bay. That was sweet. Yeah, that was dope. That kind of made last week a little better. Like, yeah, we could have won, but Aaron Rodgers lost in Britain. Right, I agree that, with you, Mitch. I think yeah. that seeing Aaron Rodgers lose. And us actually getting the ball into the area where you can score points is really, really fun. We did it twice, all within 10 yards, which, I mean, we got to find a way to be a little more efficient through the red zone. But ultimately, if you can just get in the end zone more than one time a game, I can be happy with each game. Dude, I could be too. I go from watching the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday to <laughs> six points against Illinois that got the ball in scoring position numerous times and sacked themselves out of scoring position. There was a time like three years ago when the Bears were like bad, bad, and Iowa was bad, bad. There was a four-week span where I just didn't see an offensive touchdown. I don't know how I'm still here to tell the story of this because I probably should have just killed myself. I, I, like, I, I said to Mitch on six. I said to Mitch on Saturday, I said, dude, your life is so miserable. I'm like, no, the Sox ended poorly. Iowa doesn't score, and the Bears are just the Bears. He's like, dude, right? Like, it's just miserable. I'm like, wow, yeah, that really is bad. 
the only thing I really have going for me at this point is like Iowa wrestling, and they'll end up losing to Penn State, so I won't even get that pride and joy. But in, in true washed-up form, I, I sent this to Cliff. Uh, the Riverside Buffalo Bulldogs put up finally the record banner for men's and women's volleyball and deploy made the list. So I'm officially washed up now, and that's the only thing good I have going for me in my entire life as of this moment. Yeah, you're officially hung in the rafters, and it's mm-hmm. actually just your name rather than you, so we're all happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> that was dark. All right, Mitch, I need a, I need a pick and a final score. Um, and a player oh, prop. Man. I hate I hate the Bears and <laughs> so Orange. I hate it so much. I hate the Bears and Orange so much. But I think we're going to get it done. I think we score 24. Three because mm. I'm not fully competent. What? I'm gonna go with Boston. Twenty-three. It's a year high. Last week. <laughs> well, I think twenty-three for the Bears in twenty-four Washington, and I think I think it's a I think it's a Khalil Herbert day. Oh, I love it. Two, wow. two, two plus. I, <laughs> I I I like Khalil. Put him in fantasy. Uh, and then I I could really the way that field. Not for me to go back on Hawkeye, but he'll, he'll talk about Amir Smith-Marshall like he might make a couple plays. You think and he then, makes a couple oh, plays? Oh, wait, and then sleep, whatever, whatever Nikhil Harry is, I mean, that's got to be. What's Something. I mean, I mean it, they got to give him, like, barely anything where it's like, if he pops off, like, that could win you some money, Steve. Yeah, yeah I, Arizona I'm State alone. I'm actually, I don't I'm know. I feel. Really in on Nikhil Harry. I mean, he's a big frame. I think that's what we really need. But he passes the name test. Yes, he does. run-blocking wide receiver, according to PFF. I mean, he gets the benefit of the doubt times 1,000, though. It has to be better than what we had. It's impossible not to. Anything could be better. Yes. There's no way he's worse than than Pettis. Yeah, right. right. There's no way. The bar, that's the thing. The bar is so low. Like, the bar to be a good, uh, like, Bears wide receiver at this point is, like, what, like, young 20 year old men have where it's like a girl walks in the room and it's like you have more than two pillows and <laughs> you have a headboard like the bar is yeah. so low yeah that's... your mattress isn't on the floor <laughs> <laughs> that's apple juice oh. I swear <laughs> guys, he, guys he actually folded his bed let me tell you like the bar is just so unbelievably low that I feel like someone has to pop and that's, like it'd be really cool if we just gave like Anaquania St. Brown, that dude is massive. Why aren't we doing anything? Like what? Like I don't understand. Yeah, I'm a huge equilateral St. Brown guy. He is something to look at. <laughs> name test. <laughs> name St. Brown. Yeah. That's a cool name ass test. name. Equator St. Brown. Is literally named Sun God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Mitch, last. I think that's all I have for the notes. You talked notes. all. You hit all your notes. You hit all your notes? I think I think that's all the notes. I was also super okay with the onset kick. I'll be the guy that says it. I liked it. I fucking loved it. I fucking <laughs> I loved, it. loved it. That's the whole it, it made me it made me feel like they act like they actually give a fuck. Like right. Matt Nagy would have never. Matt Nagy would have never. Matt Nagy would have onside kicked and told everybody to stay at the line and not even run and go get it. <laughs> I agree. He, I, he, he would have told the kicker to whip, actually. Yeah. 
Dude, keep me entertained. I dangle some keys in front of me, toss a trick play at me. Next thing you know, I have a little bit of dopamine, and I forget that we're in a competitive game, and I thought we were just having fun. It went so down to one, one play. I would have been so happy with the loss. I know that sounds crazy. We don't want to have a losing mentality. If he doesn't get his cookies taken, that's an A, a, pl- a from the Bears. Not an A+, plus, but it's an A. Right. The yeah, Bears hey. are in the top third in the NFL for second half point differential. Yeah, we are. That means we're Dude, fucking hey. good at making adjustments. This is actually crazy because remember how like two and three years ago when we had Nagy and Trubisky and it was like the moment they get off the script and we know we're going to shit. Like the third quarter, the second quarter and the fourth quarter was the worst football you ever saw because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a scripted plan. And like now it's like we're not, we're off the script. And it's like, I think we should just completely be off the script at this point. And I think he did. I think he ended up doing that in the second half. He was like, all right, fuck this. We're getting torched. I'm going to onside kick. I'm going to go for two. We're going to run a couple trick plays. Yeah. We're going to get Justin out of the pocket. We're going to we're gonna change everything. I think it finally clicked for him because that made me so mad. Trying to win games by doing nothing to develop fields means nothing. Those are meaningless wins. San Francisco yeah. and the Texans are both meaningless wins at the end of the day because nothing positive came out of those games. Yeah. Especially especially the Texans wins. Like, you're supposed to beat the Texans. The 49ers was kind of a cool win. There's all the yeah, that's between, true. Like, like if, if, if it can ride out the way I want it to ride out, not this year. I don't want them to win a bunch of games this year. But, like, in the future, where it's like, where they go back to this relationship or this, like, comparison of Trey Lance and Justin Fields, and it's like, yeah, Justin Fields just has Trey Lance's number. Like, he can't beat. Like, Trey Lance cannot beat Justin Fields. Like, that'll be – excuse me, I have to drink a bottle of wine already. Uh, That'll be be a a monumental moment in, like, that thing. Like, dating back to this, like, he's just had it, which I think is cool if it grows out that way. But, like, you you beat the testing. You beat beat David Mills. Like, 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 that's not a big – like, that wasn't a big win. That was a, like, if we lose this game, I'm in all-time, like, holy fuck mode. Like, yeah, Dude, like if, that would have that would have really scared me for the future, and I would have had the whole like, did we make a mistake? Like you know, <laughs> like every Bears fan, like every Bears fan, did we did we pick the wrong guy? Did we not do this? Did we not right. like? I would have gone off the deep end. Probably would have jumped off my roof. But, <laughs> I would have caught you. Oh, nice. <laughs> thanks, thanks, baby. No problem. Um, but I, <laughs> I think with that, go talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think with that whole thing, like if he can just keep winning all these games of, like, these guys he's compared to and playing better than them, it's just going to be a big, like, hey, go fuck yourself. Win the games you're favored in, cover the games that you're dogs. That's all we want. For real. That's all we want for for this year. This year. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We don't want a losing mentality going forward, but there is no signs of going forward until the second half of this week. Is that That's all I'm saying. Right. I hate yeah. that I'm so right. fucking invested into this team already. Yeah, it all doesn't right. take much. Your voice just sounded it. like so like... I fucking love it, though. I just have to get that off my chest. I fucking love being a Bears fan, and I'm so mad. Not really because it's seven Super Bowls, but not a big deal that I didn't do this for long because it's awesome. Football is the best route for your hometown team. I'm glad we have Mitch to talk to us about nickel cornerbacks because I don't have to go to the bar this weekend and say something stupid about how <laughs> Justin Smith is God. So, <laughs> so I, I can't wait for So in November, I'm back for like two weeks, week Shit. and a half around Thanksgiving. If, if everyone doesn't know, I live in Nashville. 
That's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> uh, in, in November, I'm back for like a week and a half. This summer, I'm back for like two and a half weeks. So I'll come shoot the shit with you guys. You guys do pause. And I'll Ooh, get in live, oh, Mitch. Yeesh. Uh, we can watch, we can all break down some film action. We can do the whole nine yards. It can be a whole new whole new segment for washed up. Hell yes. Yeah, Beautiful. Great. Love it. All right, Mitch, have but, a great uh, rest of your night. We love hearing from you. And uh, last words. Uh, great to talk to you guys. Um, I am talking myself into a Paris win this weekend. <laughs> and I hate the orange on orange. I wish they did orange on blue. And that is all I have to say. All right, respect. All right, Bears money line, um, Nikhil Harry props all of them over and uh, find a way to score a couple touchdowns. Bear down. Exactly. Bear down, down, boys. Thanks Good for coming on, Mitch. Love you, guys. Love you, bro. Love you, brother. Peace. Bye. All right. Um, I love that. I, uh, hate wrong, I hate when people call the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to stay on football or do you want to do MLB? Brez, what do you want to do more? Yeah, you got to skip that. in. do foosball. Should we get into our picks for the weekend? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I actually let's... have two props for the Bears game tomorrow, even though both of them are on the commies. It's one guy. Okay, well, just say that now because we're not going to go through these games. We're just going to go through our picks. Yeah. Um, Daimi Brown, plus 475 touchdown scorer <sighs> anytime. And over 16 and a half yards. He had like 78 last week. And yeah, I mean, Brown is a Tar Heel. <laughs> you said it so sad. Because he's not on the Bears. <laughs> he's good. He's really good. I've never heard of him. Yeah, he passes the name test, though. Mm, kind of. Diami? What what position is he? Wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah, that's a good wide receiver uh, name. He know. could be like Debo, too. Not as good, know. obviously, could, but he I can could, run, too. If he was a cornerback, I'd be all in. He was that's basically a, Debo Samuel for North Carolina when he was there. He had like fucking thousand all-purpose yards. Oh shit! Weeks. I totally always forget that North Carolina is a football school. That <laughs> escapes me often. <laughs> are you done with your props? Because I'm going to start going through this. <laughs> nope. Here are the other player props: Justin <laughs> Jefferson anytime touchdown, Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns, Lamar. Over I was just fi- talking about the Bears. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Watch the Commanders at Chicago Bears. It's a pick as of right now. Over under 38.5. Minnesota Vikings at Miami Dolphins. Minnesota minus 3 over 45.5. Baltimore Ravens at New York Giants. Baltimore minus 5.5 over 44. New England Patriots at Cleveland Browns. Cleveland minus 3 over under 42.5. Bengals at Saints. Cincy minus 1 over 43. San Francisco 49ers at Atlanta Falcons. San Francisco minus 5.5 over 43. New York Jets at Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus 7 over 47. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Pittsburgh Steelers. Tampa minus 8 over under 43.5. Jacksonville Jaguars at Indianapolis Colts. Indy minus 2 over under 42. Cardinals at Seahawks. AZ minus 3 over under 51.5. Whoa. Carolina Panthers at Los Angeles Rams. Rams minus 10.5 over under 41. Bills at Chiefs, Bills minus two over under 53 and a half. Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia minus five over under 42 and a half. Denver Broncos at Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers minus six over under 45. Last week, I went two and three, missed my lock. Pat went two and two, missed his lock. James went one and two, hit his lock. Brez slash Chris, a.k.a. not Brez at all, since it won. Three and one, missed the lock. 
That brings us to me at 10 and 13, Pat 9 and 12, James 8 and 7, Brez 9 and 9. Thank you. That was, that was impressive. Yeah, well done. Um, well, well, before we get into picks, uh, I said to Pat before the episode started, why, 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 why are the Denver Broncos on national television again? It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Can I just tell you guys how much I hate this board? I, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I, say, I like it this week. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, I hate well, it. Well, I love it because I... Don't want to brag or talk about it at all. I'm just betting five and ten dollars, and it's been the most fun I've ever had gambling in my life. So I can just fire. So like I finally realized the other day, I'm not a bad gambler. I just my risk reward in my brain is broken. Yeah. Because I'll know trap lines, but I'll still take them. Yeah. Because <laughs> this it's gonna change, even though 99 of the time it doesn't. Yeah. Um, just nothing sticks out. You know, like last week I felt like a guru that I took. Not really a guru. I mean, Houston over the Jags. Yeah, that was a guru pick. Thanks, man. I saw I it, and I was it. like, did he? Did I type this in wrong? No. That was a really good pick. Thank you. Appreciate it. But nothing really, like, sticks out this week. We'll talk about it when I get to, Actually, I'm already talking. We'll do my picks first. Yes, sir. Um, Ravens at the Giants um, just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Giants go into London and just embarrass the Packers, which is great. Baltimore loses a little bit of steam, and we just suddenly think they don't know how to do anything. The Giants aren't a good football team. They're just solidly found, and they find a way to keep things close. But this week, I just think Lamar has a Lamar kind of day. That would be beautiful. Ravens minus five and a half. Um, Tom Brady is getting a divorce, and Pittsburgh doesn't know how to play football. Tampa Bay minus eight. Um, this one, I don't know why I keep going back to them, but I, I just don't trust the Jaguars ever since we, ever since Thanks. the topic of bless you, um, <laughs> of is Jacksonville actually good? And everyone was like, yes, dude, yes. No, they're not. So Colts minus two, and then um, I think San Fran and Atlanta would have been a really cool game about nine years ago. So I'm taking the under of forty three. Is that an under because you just don't want to watch the game? Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. 100%. That, that, that's your lock? Uh, no, my lock is fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah. We're, Minus five. I know. I saw I, your... I love this, though. That means one of us is going to have a good week and one of us is going to have bragging rights at the end of the, at the end of this slate. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that... Uh, Do you know Micah Parsons might be out? Don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he played like... 19 plays last week. They used him as Khalil Max last year with the Bears. He only played on third down. It matters for sure. But One thing I do want to say is that Carolina Moneyline looks real, real nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. Just want to put that out there. They're, they're fresh off the coach firing. Just, just, just want to put it out Dude, there. Dude, you're Whoa. such a prick. You only said that because you saw my lock. That's going to lead me into my picks. Bears alternate spread minus two and a half. The commanders are really bad as bad as Kirk Cousins is, Carson Wentz is worse. I think we saw spurts of good, which we haven't seen in a while. So coaches weren't allowed to go back to film and show players, but they're going to be able to do that with the second half. Maybe something clicks. The commanders stink. We just talked about it. This is a game they should win, and I hope they do. Justin Fields looked better, and I that's what we were talking about earlier about him. I don't want to go into people's faces and be like, I was right about Justin Fields because I already know that I'm going to be right, and I want the Bears to be successful and all of us to have fun. Um, 
I'm taking the Giants plus five and a half just because, like you said, they're a bad football team, but they haven't been, and I just don't understand them. I just don't get why they're good and those type of teams. I don't want to have that feeling again after the game, like, oh, this is why they're good. Um, Seattle and Arizona over. Arizona might get it themselves. Seattle seems to be a little frisky, but their defense is so, so, so bad. All people think about is that Monday night game where they locked up Russell Wilson, and I could do it, and I'm not even a cop. Um, (laughs) I'm taking Dallas plus five just solely based on the fact that I was low on the Eagles coming in, so I'm just going to stick with it. Even though I've apologized a bunch of times, I'll probably apologize after this game. But another guy that I'm not going to stop believing in for no reason is Cooper Rush. He's played well. Their defense is awesome. And Michael Parsons may be out, and that may play a factor, but I'm taking Dallas plus five. That's too many points for me. Indy versus Jacksonville, the under, because another reason, like Brez said, don't want to watch the game, and they're both just so fucking bad. They're just, I mean, did Matt Ryan forget how to play football? Yes. I was saying it last year. Like, he's so slow and old. Yeah. And I believe I, he's got an MVP. And, and people thought that he was just going to get, like, young and spry going into Indianapolis. No, they well, just get people that are 40 years old every year. Half of the expectation was that they'd still have an elite offensive line. True. That line sucks. I know. It's because I took Jonathan Taylor one. But my lock is the Rams. And this is solely based off last week taking the Jets because I knew they weren't going to be able to get up and the Dolphins weren't going to be able to get up and play after Tua. There's too much going on in the locker room right now. McCaffrey's going to the Bills. DJ Moore's coming back to the Bears. Robbie Anderson's coming back to the Bears. There's too much going on for them, and there's too much going wrong for the Rams for it not to go right eventually in my tiny little stupid brain. So that's why I'm taking the Rams minus 10. I like that. Um, I do have a question for you. Redraft, who are you taking number one overall? Saquon. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Or Jefferson, maybe. But if I couldn't know the stats and I only knew... That Jonathan Taylor wasn't good, and I didn't know Saquon, I would have taken Eckler. I, he was my second guy on the board all year. Mm. Okay. And He's it blown turned, up the yeah, last two weeks, And it too. turned out he, he's being Austin Eckler finally. First two weeks didn't look too good, but now oh. he does. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded just yeah. like Frank. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, not. That's just. He says, all right. All right. See? <laughs> I'm not making fun of you. Uh, Shut up and read a book, James. <laughs> Blow me. <laughs> oh. Dude, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> Go. I'm the captain now. Hmm. Um. All right. Well, I'll Brady, go. what were you saying earlier? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. James, go for your picks. Uh, I'm going Chiefs plus two and a half. Love that. Chiefs plus two and a half, I think, is the lock. I like the... Uh, one sec. Um, love, love the under and the Patriots-Browns. And then I'm going Bengals minus one and a half against the Saints. And my lock is the Jets plus seven and a half against the Packers. Whoa. You got it at eight. So I'll give you that extra point for right now. Yeah, this Packers game looks a little scary. I just like, whether it's just been being beat to shit by Aaron Rodgers, I just don't see him losing to two bad teams two weeks in a row. I don't are, think are the, the Jets, Jets bad? are bad. Are they bad though? That's yeah, the they're thing. not they're good. Actually, good. No, they're not. No, they're not. I mean, they it, don't pass the name test. None of them do. And they only beat the Dolphins because they were dead, literally. Yeah, yeah. Literally. I mean, I, I'm not they saying the beat Jets the are gonna... shit out of the Dolphins. Just was I, forty to seventeen. That I understand that when when there's eleven players on the other side playing defense that are dead, I could score forty points. Did you see Brees Hall? 
Yeah, and guess who? Guess what? I fucking traded him because I got to get AJ Dillon because you said he's going to be fucking phenomenal this year. And I listened to you one time last time. <laughs> okay. Jets are bad. Uh, yeah, my pick for the parlay is Jets plus seven and a half. I like the pick, but I'm just saying the Jets aren't good. But the Packers stink too. All right, Jets. fine. Well, I have to take it. It's a washed up podcast parlay. I'm taking it for sure. All right. I too have the Jets plus eight. I love the Browns. Oh, yeah. What? Never mind. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> love the Browns minus three. Also, I've been, like, keen on that one stat that Pat gave out in, like, week one of the season mm-hmm. about teams that covered playing against teams that didn't mm-hmm. the previous week. Yeah, and it got shelled last week. But besides that, it's doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is true. It did get shelled last week. Stats um, guy. <laughs> Dude, that's good. Just save that. <laughs> Let him finish. <laughs> Go uh, dig his grave already. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just like. I, I know, it's just a joke. I think Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson, it, that's oh another one God. of my uh, like player parlays. I'm taking him, his over rushing yards, no matter what the line is, and one touchdown and then a sprinkle on two. He stinks. He's awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that this like this Bears game, I know the pace of play of both teams is a little slow, but both teams have shown a, like a moderate compensity to at least put up points late. Mm-hmm. 38 and a half, give me the over. It has to. It There's, has it's to. inevitable. Like, yeah, over. You guys want to know what epiphany I just had? I saw it in your eyes. You made a little landing on 37. No, it's <laughs> th- this is where the Bears D gets a primetime touchdown. This is the game to put shekels on a Bears defensive special teams touchdown. Are we thinking a good uh, good Eddie Jackson just pick six? James, you said it. You nailed it right on the head, my friend. It is either a scoop and score or a pick six by number four. I think it's a scoop and score. Scoop and score. Yeah, I will. Um, I think that's going to be in a hefty parlay. It's probably going to be like I'm not touching the winner of the game because if that's the deciding factor of my perfect parlay. I will be hanging next to me. <laughs> it's a, Mitch it's a, in the it's rafters. An, it's an if. You didn't say anything bad. Oh, okay. I know, but I couldn't get through the <laughs> yeah. sentence without laughing. <laughs> he brings some some heat. Yeah. Um, okay. Keep so, going, Brez. Yeah. <laughs> Finish it up, Brez. <laughs> this pick is disgusting. Oh, but uh, it is a total trap line the other way. It's Keep going. Broncos plus six. Yeah, it, we thought that he was un stupid lossable. He's awful. He's the worst quarterback in the league. I couldn't have been any more wrong about him or the Broncos or the Raiders. So I'm flipping the script, and you know what? The Jets are a good football team, and the Jets are my new team that I'm taking to win the Super wait, Bowl. Wait, time <laughs> for money line. <laughs> yep. I, wait, I, I know we like we talked this last week. But Not kidding. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about it. it. When Russell Wilson literally after they had a game. Broncos country. Let's try. I, it's <laughs> so bad that it you has to be. think he walked off the podium and was like, oh, fuck, we <laughs> lost. I think so. Like, like he's just like, he's like, just like, wait, what am I even saying anymore? What I need to know, you know what? Callback. We need to have his MTV cribs so we know oh, that yeah. Sierra isn't fucking brainwashed because what you can see in that man blows my fucking mind. There's no way. I thought he was totally kidding, but it's 
every single video and it's spot on that has to be his personality. What do they fucking talk about at dinner? What turns <laughs> her on about Russell fucking Wilson? I, I did see a tweet. Someone said she should give a uh, future another chance. Yes, yeah, seriously. I bet she pegs him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's why she likes No, him. Russell Wilson's probably cool with it. He goes, you go do your thing. Like, he's probably no, cool No, he's with talking it. about Sierra Fox, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Brez, finish oh. your picks before you got to go. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Ravens over 44. <laughs> the Giants are whatever. They're a little bit frisky. Lamar is going to go crazy, awesome. I think. Awesome. I yeah. hope. Uh, Eagles minus five, and the lock is Buccaneers Steelers under forty three and a half. Yeah, Steelers can't score, dude. They are so bad. Yeah, and they're not going to score more points than what Buffalo did Tampa. So I like that pick as well. Yeah. All right. Here are some player preps. We got Justin Jefferson you anytime touchdown. Yeah, I stopped him. Say him again. No, say him again. I stopped you. Uh, Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown. Mahomes, over two and a half passing touchdowns. Maybe do a little parlay with Josh Allen over two and a half passing touchdowns. And why don't you take the old votes? Do not. I probably will. Okay. Uh, Daimi Brown, over 16 receiving yards and an anytime touchdown. And Najee Harris, under 12 and a half receiving yards. <laughs> that's so bad for a pass catching back. That it, that's the number. He's because got a high ankle sprain. I, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with He's, you. I'm saying that's how bad the Steelers have gotten. That yeah. I like that pick. I just traded Najee Harris for Kenneth Walker straight up. <laughs> that's yeah, when you so told me bad. that, I was like, whoa, that's bad. Yeah, James texted me saying if I wanted Najee Harris, and I said, no thanks. Yeah, seriously. I, I, if you guys bought me a bag of bugles, I'd probably give you Najee Harris. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, you would have to let me buy me a bag of chips. Face. I don't want that. I'd rather have a bag of chips. Beef stew. Um, beef stew. I have beef an stew. anytime touchdown parlay that is going to hit. I saw the future. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Cole Komet, and mm. Lamar Jackson. And yeah, you say you, but I saw it hit. I love. Bears defense. That's my only scoop and score. I'm with the scoop and score. Yeah, it's Bears. I don't see a world in which it does not hit. Oh, also Evan McPherson over one and a half field goals. It's hit 14 out of the last 15 weeks. Name test. Doesn't pass it. You're a big Evan guy. We're not Evan guys. (laughs) (laughs) If we have any listeners named Evan, don't come on this podcast. Oh my god. Do we? You know what? I'm fucking. You know what else I'm adding? I'm adding. uh, What's his name? Motherfucker. Cairo Santos. Zach, over. Wil- Zach Wilson's over in touchdowns. Wait, wait, Cliff. Are we thinking tie at halftime tomorrow night? Oh, for sure. This game screams tie yeah. at halftime or a team is up 14-0. There's I think, no in between. I could see it being like 10-10 at half tomorrow. That's exactly how tie at halftimes go. It has to be 10. <laughs> There's no other number. It it's, it's, a so touch, it's a touchdown. It's the other team gets a field goal. The team with tie at the touchdown I'm kicks a field goal, and you're like, all I need is a touchdown. Do you know why it's also a great bet is like when it is 10 to 10, which it always has to be, it really makes up for a dud first half if you hit that tie, tie for a half Oh, time. you're like, yeah. fuck yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's 0-0 zero, zero and my over bet is cooked. Yeah, but still tie at halftime pays for your week. Yeah. It's even, plus 1,100 on every book. Wait, yeah. I'm looking right now. I don't know why. A safety plus 850. No, we're touchdown. No, it's, it's we're not bears, safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 
Let's see. Fumble in the end zone. I'm going with the tie at halftime, though, for sure. All right, tie at halftime, Bears defense, parlay it. Oh, my God. Tie at halftime, parlayed with a safety? I like that, too. Fuck it. We're throwing it all on there. Bears defense scores every touchdown this week. Score a gummy. Holy uh, chef. All right, Brez, you skedaddling? Uh, in a minute. Okay, no. Cool. Super Bowl standings. I am 9 plus. Pat is 10 plus. James is 14 plus. And Brez is 8 plus. I disavow every fucking team on my list. I have the Raiders and Steelers. Shut up. I have the Broncos and the Saints. James took my I Eagles. Know, I know. I don't like I to bring the, it up every Eagles week. Eagles and the Bills. But I, I think I'm looking at the wrong screen every time I'm filling in it's James. It's bullshit, dude. <laughs> try, try to win the, the game. Positive record. James, I will, I will give you Saquon Barkley if you give me the Eagles. Am I, I don't know. I kind of want to win at this point. I want to win. Yeah, exactly. You. Am I going to have to play the bucket drums outside of a Bulls game? <laughs> Wait, we yeah. did, we did did we figure out a bunch? No, of I don't know. I'm I don't think for sure did. losing. My teams are ass. Your teams really are bad. I have the Raiders and Steelers. <laughs> I have <laughs> two teams <laughs> with, with one win. Get you five wins all year. That would be a miracle. <laughs> They just lost by 35 points in the National Football League. You're right. I got the Panthers. All right. Do we want to go over last week or do we want to just talk about MLB? Um, I don't really care about last week. Okay, I, I did we... so poorly gambling last week. I do want to say one thing since we were talking about the Steelers. probably the best point I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. is that they're so fucked for another reason is that they've had so much sustained success that they aren't going to know how to rebuild. Like, I think they're fucked for a couple years here. Wow, really? Like, they're they're like the Yankees, you know what I'm saying, in football? Yeah. Like, without Tom Brady, you take Tom Brady out of the, out of the fact that the Steelers is all everybody talked about before he won seven, before yeah. he won six. They still talked about the Steelers' six rings. Like, I don't think they're capable, which they shouldn't be because they don't have anybody in the room that knows what a rebuild is. Yeah, true. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they got going for them is that their of- offensive line kind of likes Kenny Pickett. Yeah, right, and he likes their George Pickens, who's him. Yeah. Um, MLB. All right. Uh, I love this postseason so far. It's been I great. I really, really enjoy it. This is a great time to be in October to is with baseball. Um, no, we can talk about it. No, I it's mean, all right. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, good, because it was kind of rude. Yeah. Um, before we get That's into – well, actually, we can talk about the games because I have a question at the end I want to bring up. The Mariners throwing that game away, not even throwing that game away. The Astros just being really good at hitting the ball really hard and really far. Kind of sucks for the Mariners that they were ahead so much. It's, that's like that's a loss that counts for two. That's backbreaking. What goes up must come down. They got you, their win against the Blue Jays, and they had to give one up, and it sucked that it had to be the only time they're going to be close with the Astros. Dude, that was dude, a you fucking... Were up the entire game. You were up five runs. That was a fucking I know. bomb. Oh, yeah, I was sent in Alvarez bit. dad dicked that baseball. Off one of the better lefties in the league. I was really waiting for a long time. Brez is going to have a good saying for that ball. Like, that ball was like fuck-bombed or something. <laughs> Cliff, <laughs> I hope your question isn't what I'm going to ask you, but as a baseball mind, Robbie Ray, what is, what is he doing? Like, why do you bring him in? Yeah, no, I think uh, the dumb White Sox fan or whatever, whoever posted it, Hit it right on the head. If you're going to bring in your starter to try and close out a game, he better be fucking drunk. Oh, like Burley? Like Burley. There's just, you you go through these spells of being a like a pitching and a rotation, and now you've just kind of fucked yourself. 
Like mentally, like Robbie Ray probably shouldn't have been out there because one, you have to focus on getting a solid couple of innings out of your starter rather than hoping that your starter can just get tossed in and figure it out as a closer. It's a completely different mentality. It's a completely different energy in the room. There's so many different things about being a starter to being a closer, especially on one of the biggest stages of the game. It's asinine to do this now. It's always fun in the World Series when pitchers have been used in the craziest scenarios up till now. Because when Clayton Kershaw came in in the World Series, that was wild. Last like, year. Lester coming in in the World Series, wild. Like Baumgartner had his exactly, run. Exactly, because these pitchers are suddenly getting rocked when they didn't in the regular season. They're suddenly throwing gems when they didn't in the regular season. There's so many different things about the playoffs that maybe trying to think outside the box, but you're Seattle. You got through it. Like, stick with the guys who got you there, and then in the last, like, kind of Hail Mary is when you throw out that guy, when everybody else is burned, not in order to burn your guy. Yeah, and, and he's supposed to start game two, right? I didn't know that. That's even worse. No, um, I, think, uh, I have two things to say about it. Um, yeah, I think Luis Castillo's going. Yeah. Um, I have two things to say about it. Number one, pitchers are so fucking weird. They don't talk to anybody on game day because it's part of their preparation. Right. So that's just a total funk that you're throwing them into. Number two, what's the max amount of innings? Like, even fucking the best pitchers in the game are going five and a third to six is the average. Unless you're like a freak of nature, but that's not even happening anymore. Exactly. So just based on average. And then the best ERA in the league is right around mid, mid in between twos and threes. And that's because it takes a while for people to get in rhythm. Betting first run, first inning is fun for a reason. And it happens against everybody. I think it's so asinine. Great word you used in this day and age of baseball to do that. John Lester was in the league for 30 years. Bumgarner was in the league for 30 years. Kershaw's in the league for 30 years. They can get ready in a second. This is the Mariners and Robbie Ray, I think, first time in the postseason. Like, and then you're going to put him in against a fucking world beater? Yeah, it's literally the, the heart fucking of the lineup. Astros. The heart of the there, lineup. There was two outs. Walk fucking the best power hitter they have on their team. Probably They're, best power hitter, one of the best power hitters in baseball. A true slugging power hitter for sure. If Aaron Judge doesn't hit 62, Jordan Alvarez is likely the AL MVP. Right. Otani, but no, we'll get into that different But day. here's the thing. How are we all knowing this and he doesn't? I don't know. It's, it's one a of those. Thing. I'm going to sit him down. Like, you have to have that confidence yeah. if you are at that level to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, going the easy way route, easy way out is kind of the washed up mentality. You know, like, if I can sit on the bench and still get a ring, rock on. Terrence, uh, <laughs> Terrence Gore. Terrence Gore like, still going. But it, an actual com- competitor who's gotten to where he is due to who he is. Yeah, you're gonna want to throw to the best, beat the best. You know, that's yeah, just I just never get that. You know, why not beat the worst and still make it, it easier? I agree, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. But what does Robbie Ray do best? Start games yeah. and finish them. I mean, finish in the sixth inning with five Ks and one earned run, yeah. not relieving. Um, I think the Astros are a problem. Uh, I think the Mariners are must watch in good and bad with the Blue Jays game. I think it's absolutely positively. Over though, oh that like literally like like that like mid Seattle just went down. Yeah, as the ball flew out of the park, you just saw all of Seattle's hopes with the ball. And like there were a lot of their fans actually. Like I was as I was watching, I'm like holy shit! Like Seattle's rolling deep because obviously they're so pumped to be there. Yeah, 
it blows my mind how big a fan Seattle are. They're crazy. Well, they're like, what well, look at the. What else do they have? The C- I mean, look at the. What Seahawks else do we have? I mean, Cubs fans do travel. You, I, you, I know, but I'm just saying, like, we lived in Chicago forever. What do we have new to find out in the city? Like, we what do what does Seattle not have that we have? I would argue that they have more beautiful sites. They probably have a more beautiful city. You mean? That I would agree with. Yeah. <laughs> I guess only having two major sports, but the Kraken are very new. We so still yeah, talking there. Mariners. Yeah, but Astros. we can move on though. No, that's fine. I'm starting to think like I just kind of counterproductive my point to go back on. Like when you bring out the starter, it's kind of a fuck you, you know. Like and your flex. I mean, your closer with 20 saves during the year gave up two runs. I didn't know that either. So. Two yeah. runs, two outs, and then you bring in Robbie Ray. I guess it's a it's a momentum switch. I just think that time and place you get, you bring somebody in who's a little more experienced in that area. He pulled his pants down and forgot he had a tiny pee <laughs> Been there, dude. Me too. Yeah. But that's why yeah. I don't try and big dick anybody. Jordan Alvarez <laughs> just stood on his third leg. Yeah, yeah that dude's probably got way. a hammer. Dude, that bat flip by Alvarez too. It was just like right as you hit it, like oh you. yeah, oh yeah. This to the group, but do you think his enormous balls <laughs> affect his swing plane at all? <laughs> no, he probably tightens them up. Mm-hmm. Have you ever worn sliding pants? I mean, mm-hmm. your peepee goes in your stomach. Ours do, so his goes like to like half girth. Yeah. So it's not it's not flopping around as much as you think. I talked oh, to, talk to him about that it. That makes sense why he like kind of spreads his thighs more than normal. <laughs> and and they have a dome, so it's like controlled temperature. It's not sticky balls, Houston, yeah. as usual. Uh, moving on, I just uh, want to let you guys know that Zach Wheeler has a perfect game going on right now, and they're in two innings. Yep, nice. Uh, that's Does not good because I'm four on. And a half strikeout. This is it zero zero though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Bryce Harper is the only one with a hit, and it was a double. Shit. I need GT real built today, though, bud. But uh, Guardians versus Indians. Big series here. <laughs> <laughs> I totally didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, Guardians versus Yankees. I got a little emotional when Riz hit that homer. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the guards just can't manufacture runs. Still have somewhat hope for them because they have done nothing but defeat the odds all year. Yeah. So the funny thing about them, they were really low in home runs the entire year. And the only way they've scored in this postseason thus far is by home runs. Stephen Kwan. So, Stephen Kwan hitting a home run off Eric Cole. Cole, right? Yeah. It just really makes you think about, like, this game. Like, it's insane. <laughs> like, Garrett Cole, somebody who is most controlled over what he throws in the history of, like, his personal thing. Like, that's what he's mm-hmm. known for. Mm-hmm. In This little tiny guy makes it 1-0. And a guy in Terry Francona who shows little to no emotion, he's run into the uh, dugout and Terry Francona's freaking out. Like, that's yeah. what postseason baseball is all about, and it was awesome. And yeah. there's nothing better, too. And, like, obviously, love Anthony Rizzo. I'm happy for him, but seeing Yankees fans' souls, like, when their soul leaves their bodies, it's so great. Yeah. It's just like, you all suck. You're all terrible. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, Matthew. Peace, brother. Thanks for coming. Peace, love, and happiness, brother. I'll see Peace. you guys. Who's going to win the World Series? All right. Oh, okay. Um, so I also think that this series is over. I think. Yeah, I think it was be over ready. before it started. Uh, 100%. Like, Nestor Cortez is on the mound tomorrow. Win. And they don't hit. <laughs> and he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I think that Jose Ramirez is the kind of guy who has big games against big names. 
And Nestor Cortez became a big name this year. Right. You know, like he kind of made his nut this year. So Jose Ramirez hasn't had a chance to be Jose Ramirez. The story isn't there yet. Right. But against, you know, Lucas Giolito, who was really good in 2018 because he was the worst pitcher ever the year before, and then he made an all-star game. Yeah, that's a great commercial. Um, I just think that this this is this is going to be 2-0 Yankees, and it's going to get over. It's going to be a sweep. I, I agree. I mean, it's like fun to think like, oh, Cleveland, like, you know, it'd be great if they did just go in there and beat the Yankees, but it's just not going to happen. I think a lot of it, it can boil down to the Guardians in, in the division, and just this year, the division wasn't good. It's not a knock against the Sox. They just, there wasn't a ton of home runs, and that's what the Yankees are built on. So, yes, Bieber put up a fucking Cy Young year last year. I think he won the Cy Young last year, and he still pitched very well this year. You're not, like, you can be fucking just about anybody and not pitch well against the Yankees. They're a stacked fucking lineup at home, short porch. They all have learned how to hit it over there. And Harrison I think the odds Bader are, went Yabo Taco Abo. Stared at that ex-Cardinal motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, I just saw Darth Vader on the screen. Yeah, that's okay. Um, it was a commercial. I know he's not in Marvel movies. You want to know the worst? crazy if he was. <laughs> you want to awesome. know the worst part about my gambling is... Well, not the worst part, because a lot of the parts are really bad. But um, somebody... In a chat I'm in was like, uh, there's a there's an odds boost on DraftKings to pick a player to home run. You get plus 200 added. And they were like, we got to take Aaron Judge, right? And in my head, I just go, no, it has to be Rizzo. And so I went to place it, and then I was like, ooh, John Carlos Stanton's odds are pretty good, too. Let's parlay it. I took Rizzo and Gliber. Just take one. I like, know. it was 10 to win 200, whereas it would have been 10 to win 48. And I was like, well, 200 is better than 48. Wow, you should have known he's number 48 now, too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, really I'm right screwed. There with you. Yeah, I mean, why why go for little securities when you know you could get bigger results on a, on a whim? All right, next game we're taking Giancarlo and Judge. No, Carlet. it's Josh Donaldson next game. No, fuck him. I know. He had his chance. I, I actually don't hate him because he's never done anything to the Cubs. I know, but I he know. He was drafted by the Cubs? Yeah, sure. I mean, yes, he was. Not sure. But, um, yeah, sure, prick. I don't, I'm not like a love Josh Donaldson guy, but if you don't run the bases, yeah, I get so mad at you, and I put a juju jinx on him. You're, you're a hustle guy. Here. Agreed. What, what does it hurt for him to jog to second base? Agreed. But whatever. But it's always hindsight, you know? I know. He's in New York. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking postseason. I get it. Um, another series that um, I don't want to say is done, but it's pretty much done. Dodgers-Padres. Yeah, they're just... That's st- yep, they're fucking stupid. It's not... It shouldn't be fair. We've talked about it earlier in the year, and now we're going to talk about it more because of the postseason. Their lineup and pitching is unfair. Yeah, it's gross. It, it's just... It, it literally is. Like, we've said this multiple times. It's a video game, like, where you put the draft on, like, fixed, and you get all first... And you still wouldn't maybe get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, you, I mean, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, and Mookie Betts are going in the first 10 picks, yeah. so you have to have all the first three picks. You know what also stinks is that it's, like, almost two, like, superstar-built teams. I don't like the superstars on the Padres. I legit enjoy the superstars on the Dodgers. Well, Freddie Freeman's a good guy, Greg. Uh... Yeah. yeah, and like the Padres are kind of punks, actually. Yeah, okay, you're agreeing with me. Yeah, I no, thought I you was, were... No, I was... Oh, like, I agree not. with everybody else. I just love Juan Soto. I don't. I mean, he's just always shown up when he grabs his nuts and then goes in the batter's box and then hits a home run. Yeah, Wait. but uh, he, he doesn't always show up, you know? Like, I mean, he did that once and then batted 200 for, like, the rest of the year the next year. 
A hundred percent. So you can grab your nuts and have one home run and then win your team the World Series, but that doesn't mean that you are now the best player in the world. No, 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 no. Not even close. So um, but he's like twenty two. So Oh, agreed. I, I my stance might change on him next year when he is just all around in the MVP category. Like um, just chilling in that conversation right. all year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's why it's so crazy about the Dodgers is like the Padres lineup is fucking stupid too. Yeah, really dumb. Um, I while we're on the topic of the Padres, I didn't think that was stupid with Showalter, like with the thing with the ear the other night with yeah. Jose Musgrove, and then struck Jose. out. Oh, is that Joe Musgrove? Is that? I thought it was Jose Musgrove. Yeah, it's Joe Musgrove. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh, I love it. I I'm love it. Shouldn't have stopped okay. you. Musgrove. It basically is. I mean, I think yeah. Joe translates. To no, him. but him like striking just the one next more letter. Him striking exactly. the batter out, and then like looking at the Mets bench, I was like, that yeah. just capped off the Mets season right there. Yeah, and I heard some people talking about it, and I was like, I kind of get it. You pull out all the stops but you don't want to look that dumb after winning 100 games. So, like, I get the argument of saying you want to pull out all your stops to win. But maybe, maybe if you're, like, a 90-win team that's snuck into the playoffs, but having 106 wins and then all signs are pointing to you losing, then you don't go out When there. you're down 6 nothing, too. Exactly, that, just, too. And then I'm playing the trumpets thing. I was like, oh. oh that was so bad. <laughs> Even Edwin Diaz is probably like, wait, what? Dude, what like, the fuck? Why am I coming in, and then why are they playing this? Yeah, bad, but uh, who knows? It's Speaking of that division, um, I love this series. I wait, think I forgot to say one thing about the uh, Guardians, Guardian, or Guardians <laughs> Indians series. Uh, James Karinchek is back. You guys remember him from... The stirrups guy? The... the the sticky stuff on the inside of the glove, like OCD motherfucker who was always like doing this on the Guardians fixing his hat. Oh, yeah. He yeah, got yeah. sent back down to the minors uh, last year because he got caught using sticky stuff and then just didn't have it. And he's now back. He pitched in the last game yeah. for the Guardians. Sticky stuff is now in his hair. Yeah, it has to be that. <laughs> what a goober. Oh, no, he it legit is. He just like is always going. I know. The back and he's hair. just <laughs> flipping the ball around and yeah. just he hides it really well. Yeah. He's just like, if you come he's out here, like I'll kill spaz. you. Yeah. yeah. He's just he like, just like has OCD and he needs to do a bunch of things a bunch of times and everyone's like, ooh, I really don't want to ask him if everything's okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's back. He grew out his hair and now just has probably like pine tar as hair dry. Oh god, that shower is probably just like covered in pine he, tar. Yeah. He is the quadzilla of fucking baseball though. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So, he just built his body to be for, a pitcher. Forgot to bring that up to attention. Um, but, yeah, fuck that guy. Dude. And I know it sucks because the the eye look, not the name look, the eye look, you're like, I want to love this guy. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Eye look, you're like, that guy throws. And he's doing it as a joke, but no, he's just a weirdo. Yeah, he that guy shows. the eye test. Yeah. And if, if, if we're test, calling him a weirdo, test. then you know he's really weird because we're a band of weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's get to the series that I just can't pick between because I wanted these two to be the ones to go to the World Series. Um, Phillies, Braves. No panic button yet. The Phillies offense has never been in question, but they are clearly going to need eight-plus wins. The pitching is so sus. I mean, it is. You're, another one where you're winning 7-1 to one and then you end up winning 8-7 to seven or whatever it was. Um, the Braves are just so solid, so I wouldn't be too worried if I was a Braves fan. Their pitcher going tonight, who is, I guess, two to Max Freed, so silently went 21-5. and five. Yep. That's crazy in this day and age, this baseball. Yeah, get right game. Yeah, I I hope he's got a few strikeouts. I think this is going to be the series we're all talking about next week. Like, holy shit, this has been crazy. I think this will, like you're saying, I'm totally agreeing with you, just saying, talking over it because that's just what I do, um, will be the only series that goes four plus. Yeah, I I agree. 
It's it's the most, and it's just great that they're AL, they're NL East rivals too. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's just, I love. Did we talk about? Is that why we talked about the wild card and then like rock paper scissoring and stuff? Is because they changed it? I for totally forgot about that. I oh yeah, fuck! I forgot about that too. Love that it's three games now, and I know I hated it at first, yeah. but all the games are at home yeah. for the witty team. I. Love that. Yeah. I I also love the are we rock, paper, scissoring? <laughs> yeah, that's how it, yeah, it's my brain. Yep. Yeah. Um I do have a question for the both of you guys. Uh what NLCS and ALCS matchups do you want to see as a baseball fan? I would like to see the Phillies and the Dodgers. I think that'd be a great underdog. Mm-hmm. And the Phillies are playing with 2011 Cardinals vibes when they went on that run, even though I hate the Cardinals. Right. They went on that run. And then I would like to see the Yankees and the Mariners. Yep. I'm chalking it just because of what happened last year, and I want to know if I was that really wrong about the Braves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm hoping that the Dodgers play the Braves and kill them. Mm-hmm. And then, but as a baseball fan, I would love to see the Phillies play the Dodgers because I love the Phillies offense. Um, in the ALCS, it's I can't even bring my brain to what I want because I know it's going to happen, and right. I actually That's, do kind of want Astros Yankees too, just full circle. They're going to boo the fuck out of them. Right. We're going to find out who was really cheating. Yeah, and that makes that brings up the next question: Who do you want for these as a drama fan? Drama fan, I want Astros Dodgers. Yeah, well, obviously, but like for the ALCS NLCS. Oh. Yankees Astros. Yankees for Astros the drama. as a drama. And then I guess Braves Dodgers for the drama. The drama's already. Oh, no. I want Phillies Dodgers. for the drama because I want the NL East to absolutely be in shambles and Mets fans to be like, oh, shit. The Phillies yeah, true, made it. True, like true. they're they're sitting back and like, oh, if the Braves make it, all right. They were better than us. They beat us at the end of the year. But if the Phillies make it, they look so bad. <laughs> I mean, I did hear like uh the Smitty from Barcelona goes, We're just fucking happy to be here right now. Yeah. He goes, We're enjoying the ride. And I love yeah. that. I don't like him. I don't I know him, him so yeah. I don't want to com- comment on it. But I love that. You know, you stay in your lane and you know where you're at and you're just happy to be there and those are the scariest teams. I'll say it over and over again. Like I said, it's like in 2011, the Cardinals were dead and they just got so hot. They took they took over and they just went on a run and I think that's what the Phillies are going to do. Have you guys ever had a game, like I know you don't want to have the loser mentality, but have you ever had a game where it's like, let's let's say for the OK Classic, mm-hmm. when you know if you lose, you go into the consolation bracket. Yeah. All those games you're really playing with nothing to lose. Right. It's, you play your best. Right. Yeah. And and that's where I, why I'm washed up, why I never made it is because I never had that drive that like Kobe and Mike had. But playing with nothing to lose is scary, man. I'm not saying it's 100% going to win every time, but it's scary for sure. <laughs> hey, wait, it's as the, per, playing against something with people with nothing to lose? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said with you Playing with nothing to lose. That's also very scary. <laughs> playing with nothing to lose is the best. It's, yeah, it's, it's the best, feeling. but you, don't, like you don't want to be there. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, if you if you don't have anything to lose, you like, you just stay the same. You can play some of your best, or you just don't care. Yeah. Um. Yeah, final predictions. I think it's Dodgers, Strohs, Dodgers win it all. I actually think it's Dodgers and Yankees, but I'm sticking on the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, Dodgers. I'm going Dodgers, Strohs, Dodgers win. Yeah, either if the Dodgers make it and play either the Yankees or the Astros, I'll be excited to watch the postseason. But if somehow it's Phillies Mariners, I'm gonna fucking freak. That will be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would probably be the best out. thing that ever happened, though. Yeah, you'd have the Philly scumbags versus the Seattle fans that are 
desperate I'd be to here. win. Who would you guys be rooting for in that? I think Seattle. Yeah, 100% Seattle. Oh, I would, would full-on Philly. I know, but I'd fully go back into my hate for Philly because they'd be like, oh, go full we're supposed Philly. to be here now. And oh, they would, they would, they would, they would, they would spit the humble pie out right Absolutely. away. <laughs> As would I. But with not having a team there, I'm just rooting for good games. Yeah. Fun, walk-offs, everything like that. Let's go Bulls and Dappers. In the sky, Brady. Come on. Yes, sir. All right, friends, family, team. It's Bears Thursday night football. Make sure you don't do anything stupid and make sure you stay hydrated. This has been Season 8, Episode 7 of the Washed Up Podcast. Music by Pat Mallers and Charlie Foreman. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride it out La-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride it out La-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, oh god I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset They ain't saying nothing to me now Got it, 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 got it,